What's going on, Radio Freest Van listeners, and welcome to episode 117 of the Radio Freest Van podcast, a wargaming podcast. Oh, that <laughs> felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Michael. I got my co-host here, Powerful Derek, eating sushi. Go say what's going on, Derek. How's it going, everybody? How's that sushi? It's really, really good. Ooh, sushi out of a styrofoam fucking take-home container. That doesn't look safe at all. Motherfucker, I've had sushi off a food truck before and been perfectly fine. I've had sushi from out of a quarter yeah. machine. In Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I was perfectly fine except for that time I was sick for six months for blowing homeless dudes. It's probably <laughs> homeless dudes have been eating that same sushi that you got. Remember that? Remember when you had the Taiwanese death flu? It's probably from that. <laughs> And that voice you hear right there is powerful Ryan. Go and see what's going on, Ryan. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Still worth it. <laughs> we also have the co-host, powerful Scott. Oh, Go and see Michael what's going on, Scott. Up. I've only recently just returned from my time-traveling adventure in Texas, folks. <laughs> A time-traveling adventure in Texas. It'll get you every time. Yep. And then, as our fourth person on here... Uh, since he stood us up at Heresy Camp, we finally got him on here to talk about books and shit. We got Gav Thorpe, everyone. <laughs> Say hello, Gav. Uh, hi, guys. Thanks very much for having me on. It's, it's, <laughs> great, it's great, to, great to finally get on the show. Yeah, so uh, could you, could you uh, answer why you like contacted us three times and said you'd come to Heresy or do a Q&A at Heresy Camp and then just decided to like go fucking dark on us on like the last four days? You have an answer for that? I mean, that's that's kind of a personal question. Okay. Uh, so I, how? I, I'm, how <laughs> <laughs> so how, how? How's writing books and shit? You like writing books and stuff, or is that all good for you? Going good? Uh, I, I wouldn't know. Most of the time, I have a ghostwriter to do most of my work <laughs> for me. Um. Uh, all right. Well. That's good. We just wanted to hear from you. We got another guy coming on, uh, Mr. Henry Steele, who actually showed up to the camp. So we're going to have uh, Henry on. So uh, have a good day, Gav. And uh, here's yeah, Henry. Thanks, Everyone. guys. Thanks for having me on. Let me go ahead and <laughs> let me go ahead and connect over Henry. Let me just go ahead and make some clicking noises. Okay. <laughs> uh, Henry, are you there? Is this Henry, Mr. Steele? Uh, hello, Michael. Is that you? Come in Michael. Europe. How you doing, mate? Come in Europe. <laughs> How are we doing? Fantastic. Are you <laughs> no, no, no. Did I miss Gav? Is Gav? Yep. Here? Gav's gone. Ah, oh, shit. We, I don't know why we couldn't have two, two Europeans on at the same time, but apparently there's. Well, something... We've only got the one internet. Well, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all are sharing the tube. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, what's going on, powerful Henry Steele from Powerful Cult of Paint? I'm good, mate. Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I just want to say and that... I'm, uh, uh, I'm recovering from, from quite severe blood loss <laughs> from my time in Texas. <laughs> I was actually surprised they let you fly back, seeing all of your hives and bites on you and they were just assume. what tumors we're having to scream it's not a tumor at people as they stare at me at little henry <laughs> at little henry on your neck so turns out as well like once you get on the plane and all the pressure stuff starts going on that some of these things turn into blisters as well uh, which was oh, which is which is pretty unpleasant for everyone <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, 
I think my favorite experience with Henry and the mosquito bites was on the last day at camp when he had the one on his neck and we were giving him a really, really hard time about it. And we, he got real self-conscious about it and we kept talking about all the diseases he could get and all this shit and we're giving him a hard time and Michael's like oh it'll totally be okay and he turns around and then Michael's like looking at me shaking his head and we're giggling and, and uh he's dead he's yeah dead. and then we, <laughs> we get in the van and it's just me and Henry so nobody else gets to see this right so we get in the van and I'm getting things ready to go because we're driving back and I look over and Henry's got the mirror down and he's like really examining it. And I, I went, I went, oh, we really got to you, huh? Like, I mean, we were just kind of joking around, but we got to you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got to me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. But this, this is, this is because one of the same guys who told me, yeah, of course she can go swimming in there, Henry. People go swimming in there all the time. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> and then like 12 hours later, we get warned not to go near the water. It was because uh... of, of the ame- the, the brightening in amoebas and the, Plus eating bacteria. And the whatever the fuck else is in there. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was like a weekend full of like contradictions. Well, it's only, like, 24 foot deep. It'll be fine. I was like, nah, Scott, you're fine. There ain't no sharks around. And then like it just so happens, like the once in a fifty year stretch, like, hey, a hammerhead shark swimming outside the Lexi did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a fucking huge one too. Like a nine foot hammerhead. I'm like, oh, uh, except okay. that one. Except for that one. I don't know. <laughs> There's no sharks except for that one. Actually, like, I honestly felt like if I said this weekend that it couldn't happen, then it's like it it definitely was going to happen out of spite for some reason. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well. More power to me. <laughs> yeah. More like a god. So, obviously, we're going to do a, a Heresy Camp breakdown this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about hobby progress, mostly heresy camp talk and all that jazz. Uh, Henry's going to be promoting some of his Cult of Paint stuff. Uh, we're going to go over some of your guys' voicemails you sent in and stuff like that. And uh, we got a, we got up a lot of them. And then we'll see if we have any emails or anything like that we need to discuss as well. But should be a pretty quick episode. Pretty nice episode as well. So what do you guys want to start off with? Heresy camp or Cult of Paint? Heresy camp. Yeah. We gotta talk about Henry's time in America because everybody we here, everybody knows about his time. We won't, we won't go over what Henry experienced, what he thought, what he experienced in America. So first off, let's talk about mosquitoes. How do you, <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, I, it's just it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> like don't, I don't ever want to have to do that again. Like, <laughs> So. I've, I've never. I was always the guy of my friendship group that never got bitten when we went on holiday, and all those thirty-something years of that came back <laughs> in one condensed. I reckon I was out outside in Texas for less than ten minutes, right over five days. Okay, as I incredibly manly ran between building to building, trying not to get consumed, um, and in those ten minutes, I got. Nearly a hundred mosquito bites on my body. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was unreal, man. It was unreal. Um, yeah. yeah. So you, you so, shouldn't do that to each other. I said, I've said this to everyone there. Just move. You have a massive fucking country, right? You've got a huge state. Like Texas is enormous, right? Well, just move there. You haven't got to live on that part of it. The mosquitoes <laughs> can have that bit. 
right? <laughs> just move a few miles away. There's, there's plenty, there's plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't let gangs of mosquitoes kick us out of our country. I mean, that's just I mean, out of out of principle. You know, you get a bunch of mosquitoes. No, I don't think it would be showing about weakness. your taxes, and <laughs> then you just let yeah. them have it. That's how. That's how you get America. Okay, <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want them to start that again. <laughs> so, but if uh, mm. if you guys are curious, man, there was a small but noticeable <laughs> mosquito <laughs> mosquito infestation <laughs> at Camp Berenzatu. <laughs> I, well, but that's a way to describe it. I like that, Kurt. I didn't even know it was a thing, but there's like a mosquito rating for an area. Like if you go to AccuWeather and you like type in like environmental factors, you can click on mosquitoes and it rates on one to ten what the mosquitoes are like in that area. And then he found it for Rockport, and it was like ten, 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 ten for the next like four days. Forecast ten. <laughs> It's like tense, extreme, 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 extreme. Like I'm surprised I didn't say like extreme danger, 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 catastrophic. Yeah, biblical. Yeah, <laughs> they had uh they had yeah. some rain, so they had some rain, so they had some standing water like the week before, and that just it did not work out too well for their uh, mosquito larva. It's just, I mean, it's just it was God's will at that point. I don't know what you could honestly do other than. <laughs> Burn the whole camp down and start over. <laughs> uh, so, so well, you saw all... you saw that Chris Duncan wrote wrote the uh, the the mosquito spray people like a yep. strongly worded letter. Oh, <laughs> off, <laughs> the off deep woods. Yeah, yeah we did that on the way back after we dropped Henry off. He spent all night <laughs> on Facebook with the off people, yelling, arguing with the people from off. <laughs> About their product. It just said like so funny. He wrote, "I trusted you so many times." <laughs> just... Well, he was like, "We literally bought like every variant of your product and tried all of them, and none of them worked." Like the mosquitoes just like thought it was cologne or something. They like literally didn't care. It just like attracted more. I like how they're all deet free. It's like, well, where's the stuff with deet in it? How do I get a hold of that contraband? <laughs> what? Oh, what? it didn't matter. Uh, who was? Uh, I think Jay found some that was like ninety percent DEET or something, and which is like I think will just straight just give you cancer. You're literally just spraying yourself with cancer, You're and that, that didn't even work. It didn't care. I like how it's like a, it's almost like, like the mosquitoes were committing sub, like suicide, like just fucking just <laughs> trying to get to you. Like their faces were melting. They're like ah. <laughs> oh, like, but it was it was the first it. one as well. Like we got there and they were like beating against the window of the van, <laughs> and we opened it up and they're just crawling. And the first one to kill was Ryan spotted one on Chris's neck and he just he goes oh you got one on your neck and just slapped it. <laughs> it was just this huge red just splash all over him. It like, literally oh looked like God. Chris took a round oh to the neck. I mean yeah. it splattered <laughs> they're, everywhere. They're already full. <laughs> I, re- I remember I remember when y'all first got there I told Ryan I was like oh, you're gonna want some mosquito spray Ryan's like no nah, I'm good I'm like no you're gonna you're gonna want and we just like we spray we just like got to mist him with it like he wouldn't he was like he was just like 
confident that he didn't need mosquito spray, and so we just like missed him. And then when we walked to the art room, he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it I will, was so bad. I will say the only one that the only like like instance that surprised me in that whole weekend or the whole like, week, I guess, was Bowman goes out and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm in the I'm in the the mess hall gaming area and I look out the window where they have the uh, the place where they you can have, there's a fire pit there. But the water's like there's a pond next to it, and there's some like stagnant water, and you just know that that's where the mosquitoes live. Like you know that that's like if it was like a if it if it was like a science fiction novel, that would be the planet, the hive planet. And like you like I'm looking at him, and I'm just watching him smoke his cigar, and I'm just like, there's no fucking possible way Bowman isn't committing suicide right now, and I need to go check on him <laughs> because like he's, he's about to get carried <laughs> off. He's he's. Like so, something bad has happened to him, and he's like, "I'm done. I'm gonna go kill myself." And he walked into, like, <laughs> and so I went to go check on him, and I like I leave the mess on. I go walk up to him, and he's sitting there smoking a stogie, and I'm like, "What? Are you okay, man?" He goes, "Yeah, no, I'm just chilling, just smoking my cigar." And I was like, "Are you not dying out here?" He goes, "No, I got my thermocell." And he lifts up his little thermocell, and I guess he'd been sitting in that same spot long enough that the thermocell was working, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "This is like." <laughs> this is like what are you doing move what, what is this sorcery <laughs> like I know like like you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger covering yourself in mud and like it's gonna yeah. dry up like, <laughs> so but yeah that was the one, All right, so one moment that surprised me other than the mosquitoes so how was your trip Henry like just kind of briefly go through your trip uh, you know, what did yeah, you like amazing. what did you not like amazing man amazing so i spent the majority of my time in america awake which uh is, is still is still causing problems like nearly a week, <laughs> a week later, flown back. <laughs> like i've got a photo in my in my camera of downtown chicago i don't recall ever going downtown chicago right whilst i was there but i obviously took a trip when i had the layover at one point yep you went um, to dunkin donuts but, i remember you telling yeah. me yeah but it was, you know, good times. But no, it, it, it was it was amazing, man. I've uh, I'd never really been to the States before, not as an adult anyway. And um, yeah, flew into Indiana, spent a day or two there. And then we loaded up the uh, the van, drove across most of, of America, uh, I think. A third. It's a very straight road. Yeah, it's a very straight road. And then, um, and then we got to camp and it was over. I can't believe camp finished a week ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I've. It's been. Look, I've been lucky enough to travel a lot, man. But I've uh, very rarely have I been so sort of bummed out to leave somewhere and uh, and, and come home. It was. Uh, yeah, it was really awesome. Really, really awesome trip. Um, yeah, and all the things about Indiana are true. Um, in case anyone's wondering, <laughs> what would those be? Just, what were you worried about the, that you were worried wouldn't just, be true? Just, just. I, I don't think I was necessarily worried, but I was like, surely people aren't that nice, or you know, surely the tenderloin isn't that delicious, you know, and and things like that. But no, it is. It like it legitimately is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, already already planning at least one trip back to Indiana next year. So yeah, oh, awesome. and Texas from the from what little of it I saw seemed lovely, but <laughs> I, I I wouldn't like. 
like I wouldn't like to comment without without at least giving giving some other areas of Texas a go. Um, That's fair. That's Camp fair. Aaron, Aaron Zyko, with the loveliest staff, they were wonderful, but it can get to fuck because that I'd never want to go back to that small part of the world ever again. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I've never experienced that, but no, not to get back on mozzies, but now nah, it was wicked, man. Like I, 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 it really was sort of a work trip, like coming over to not a work trip, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was purely coming over to camp and to, to do the classes and things like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I just want to come back. Man. It was, uh, it was really awesome. And, and everyone's very, very nice. Like that whole American hospitality thing you hear about. It's, yeah, it was, it was spot on. Um, yeah. Like just, it's just funny. Like little things, like the way you talk to like old people in the supermarkets, you look, you'd be like helpful. You'd be like, yes, thank you. So you things like this. Whereas, like back in the UK, you just sat behind and going, "Oh, hurry the fuck up!" Like, you know, so it was, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Is there anything that up. you're already craving that you you like you experienced here that you got back and you're like, "Man, we really need this here," or like, "I got to get this going here," or Ryan needs just, to mail me some like, of this. No, nah, just late night eating. I, I haven't. I'm still doing this late night eating thing a week later. Like, like Saturday, it's half eleven at night. I'm hungry, so I'm going to, just going to drive out and see what there is. Um, Have you found anything so, yeah. over there? Has it led to anything good? Because no, every, no, everything fucking closes in this country, doesn't it? There's not like an assortment of fast food joints that I can go to. There's like there's shitty McDonald's, or if I'm lucky, like a supermarket that's open late. There's not like there's not White Castle, which or, is or Whataburger, possibly the greatest. Yeah, Whataburger's awesome, but I'd know what I'd rather have at at midnight. You'd rather it's have White on. Castle. Probably White Castle at midnight. Yeah. Uh, is that because yeah. you didn't get Whataburger breakfast? Is that because you went straight for the burger at midnight? It's, yeah, the Whataburger, yeah, but I didn't know that you could get breakfast yeah. anytime after eleven p.m. Yeah. That wasn't made clear to me. What's the, what's it called? Buttery chicken biscuits or something? Oh, the, the honey butter chicken biscuit. Honey butter, butter chicken biscuit. Amazing. I wish I tried that. That is somebody's DJ name somewhere right now. Oh yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so that's the thing, man. If I could take one thing back, it was we need to use biscuits more, which are just scones, incidentally, in case anyone's wondering. Um, yeah. Or scones, if you want to say. Um, but I love the way you guys use them as as like. Like bread substitute, it's brilliant. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's yeah. Because you had uh, you had your first biscuits and gravy experience, and you have hope, said several hope, times hope. that you like that. Yeah. That was the best thing I ate the entire time, hands down. And let's be fair, like we gave the eating a really good go too. Like, oh yeah, the entire time was focused around how do we waste the time between our next meal, and you know, like that kind of thing um, but yeah emily's emily cooked uh cooked those biscuits and gravy amazing amazing yeah, yeah. michael's dad so my favorite meal was michael's dad's uh barbecue it was incredible oh, it was God. The, damn it the damn chewy yeah. barky bits were incredible yeah the whole thing what'd you think scott yeah man that was fantastic like me and michael talk a lot about um aaron franklin and like competitive barbecuing and it's always been something that like 
I don't really do it, but I have a great appreciation for it. And to see like that process executed on that level, it was mm-hmm. dude, really, really good. Yep. Yep. It was unbelievable. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. We can't have that again. Me and Scott were talking about it. Like every day is a little bit worse now because we get further from that moment where we had that meet and we can't, yeah. it's like not something we can just go get, you know? So I'll teach yeah, you boys. It's I'll bad. teach you boys like, how to do it. Like you can make it yourself, man. And like, then you can impress all your friends and like, you know, teach them the, the ways of the open up a Southern style barbecue. Joint oh yeah. <laughs> open up something called Texas serious barbecue or serious Texas barbecue. Like they do in New Mexico. If we had that here, we would literally put everyone out of business. Like, no one would eat anywhere else, like, as far as barbecue. They wouldn't, like, I don't know, like, the other places are laughable compared to that. Absolutely laughable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's, like, the one caveat that, like, I always, like, stress when it comes to brisket like that. So, well, for one, us, not Derek, sorry, Derek, we had that Wagyu brisket, but, I mean, that was... Was the normal brisket good? Oh, it was fantastic, yeah. Okay. So. I had both. Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, but the caveat I always like tell people, you. and, like, this is exactly why Aaron Franklin's, like, sells out immediately. Like he, like, he has a line waiting for him. Everybody comes and eats at 11. It's because they pull it right off the pit, they let it sit for an hour, and that's prime time eating, whereas, like, other barbecue restaurants, it's like, you know, they have to make this brisket last all day. And it's like if you if you weren't open a place like that, it'd be like we're only open from this time till we sell out, and like that is it. Like, and you just gotta be here on time. But other than that, y'all had like the perfect time to eat that brisket. It was out of the pit. It was wrapped up in uh, foil, butcher's paper, foil towels. In a like, what happens is the brisket gets so hot, its juices like start like free flowing inside of it, and when you let it rest for that hour to two hours it like starts sucking those juices back in and they start becoming part of the meat again and that's like that's prime time where it's still hot from its own juices and its juices are like soaking back in so i'm glad you guys got to enjoy it i'm so hungry right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) speaking of Um, free-flowing juices jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, so, uh, I mean, what did you guys think of the camp? I mean, I had a great time. Like, like individual, like, we'll go through each person. Like, um, it met every expectation I had um, and exceeded some. Uh, there were things that I was worried about that actually turned out to be a bonus. And there was really only, I mean, besides the mosquitoes that we couldn't control, which was 100% a negative, like, we're, like but I, I don't know what we're supposed to do about it. You know what I mean? Like it was what it was. Um, like other than that, the, dude, I walk mean, there, around there with obvious... one of those Elon Musk flamethrowers. <laughs> like, yeah. like just <laughs> just stand by me, yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> like it, that would have been yeah. cool. It, okay. well, no, we it was... need to do what Bath did. We need to get a pig. We need to get a mosquito pig. <laughs> Jesus <don't> Christ! <laughs> oh, man. I forgot the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a... one of the darkest five minutes I've ever gone through. <laughs> okay, okay. Just side note. I know this is what we do this all the time, but just a little side story here. So we're sitting there in the painting class. We're talking about how bad the mosquitoes are, which 
just for you guys to know, there was like the mess hall, there was the painting area, which was like the art room, and then there was this place called the sanctuary where we held some classes in. And like it's three different places. It's all concrete. You go and then in there's them. also there's also the dorms that we were sleeping in. There's yeah, three different cabins. The dorms, there's basketball court. Everything is concrete, paved, but you have to walk outside. Weather was actually pretty decent, like for us. I don't know, it might have been hot for some people coming from north. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, it was hot, choice. but it was tolerable. Like, I would have been outside more if it wasn't for the mosquitoes, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, anyway, so we're talking in Henry's class. This was on Friday. No, this was on Thursday. And uh, our buddy Barth has come in from Dallas, and he's, like, basically just, like, getting all of his stuff ready. Because after the classes, we turned the art room into a, like, painting area, which was fucking way cooler than, like, I could have imagined. I never thought that, like, everybody was going to congregate there and just, like, come airbrush stuff, which... It was like a much quieter cool. experience, and like it was really cool. But anyway, uh, Barth comes in, and we're talking about how bad these mosquitoes are, and we were talking about using uh, California Matt as a sacrifice, and like just putting him in in like the middle room, like because they had like a a little middle room before you could go inside the art building that it was like a little hallway, so the air condition doesn't all get lost to the to the, the airlock. Yeah, he has airlock. Air yeah. So we're just talking about putting Matt in that little airlock, and Barth stops and says like yeah that's what my grandpa used to do and we're like your grandpa used to sacrifice people <laughs> to mosquitoes he's like no we used to have a pig that we were gonna slaughter and we'd tie it up outside and we'd go and just give it a bunch of little cuts and so all the mosquitoes would go to it while we're while they were yeah. doing stuff outside so all Jesus. the mosquitoes <laughs> no, it was it was the sick pig wasn't it? it was the weakest pig was the one they'd pick like we were like oh this is gonna be shit eating so we'll use the weakest pig and then, oh, and then as soon as the mosquitoes started biting you again you just go give it a little bit a, a few more little cuts and nicks <laughs> there's no way there's a worse death <laughs> so bad so bad <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm sure, so. I'm, I'm sure there's at least one that we've talked about on the podcast before. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the mosquito pig. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Back to you. We'll pass it right back. No, I was just saying. So, like, I really thought the camp went good. Uh, like, I, me and Henry were talking. We want to put something out uh, to like the people who showed up, like a feedback thing, like what they really liked, like what they would definitely like to see again if we had another one. Uh on whatever which we've already talked like the thing that we the, the one thing that i identified that i want to do better on is uh scheduling the so the actual gaming events because we just had a bunch of tables set up some of the events overlapped or some of the events were too close together or whatever and it was kind of just a free-for-all on what tables used what and that led to problems where things got delayed things got overlapped you know whatever so if we do it again we need to like like set everything up in a way where we're like these tables at this time tables number of the tables and say table number whatever through whatever are for this event and then these tables are for this event you know and and have it more planned out in that way where there's no overlap and it doesn't cause any dramas like it did that's fair mm-hmm. so that was the the only like negative that we could have controlled that uh that I identified everything else I, I on my end that I saw, like I, nothing got, got under my skin or whatever. Like everything else seemed to, to go good. Um, that's, I mean, what was your favorite part of the whole camp? Oh shit. I mean, just 
literally just meeting and hanging out with everybody. I mean, I my face hurt. I was laughing so hard and was smiling so much. My fucking face literally hurt for like a day, like afterwards. Like I had such a good time just hanging out and bullshitting with people. Um, like you brought up, like every night being able to go up to the paint room and everybody was just kind of painting and quiet and it was just nothing but bullshitting and painting in like a quiet room. Um, being able to, to, you could do that. Or if you wanted like the more like party atmosphere, like where people drinking, hanging out, whatever, the game hall man, Zach kept that place hopping. Like big props to mm. props to Zach, you know. He was down there, he had everybody entertained the whole time. Um, he was running the brews and pew pews, which everyone loved. Um, every time I went down there, he was like, you know, being the ringleader of what was going on down there and everybody was having a great fucking time. Four four deep in brews and pew pews, like pretty much oh, the yeah. entire fucking weekend. Yeah, they, I, they, he was never hurting for players for that. Yeah, it was like, hey, we got another round of brews and pew-pews coming. It's like, oh, okay, four deep. And it's like, no, well, there, there they go. They're going to get started. They, The fact that that keg got floated, props. <laughs> props to camp, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, uh, um, I love the, I like the, uh, we, we did the, we did the badges as like, I don't want to say like a second thought, but like it was almost like one of those things where it's like we might not have to, we not, might not be able to get badges just because like we're probably gonna have to order them from China and we're gonna have to do this and like, but it was like so like the fact that I ran into like Blue Cherry Ferry at Warzone Houston, I found somebody like local that could make these badges and all this stuff, like really like made them fucking happen, and the fact that there were so many people wanting to get the full range of badges <laughs> like yep. oh my gosh man that was like my favorite part was like seeing people at the like like at whatever point they were in the camp i'd see their badges and i'd see that they had like three or they see they have like two badges and the fact that everybody was wearing their <laughs> damn fanny, fanny packs pack. like like proudly <laughs> displaying what level of gamer they were and you're just like, oh, okay, okay. That is absolutely something that will have to happen again. <laughs> and like, shout out to powerful mm. Blue Cherry Fairy guys. She's that. Well, they it's a it's a husband and wife man. They they are absolutely like so easy to work with. And who made the the big one? Uh, that was Andrew Hollis over at uh, uh, Tag Events. Tag Events. Yeah, that was nice. great. That the big ones looked great, and we had. Uh, quite a few extra just because that was one of the first things we ordered so we ordered way more than we needed Mm -hmm. and there was lots of people that wanted extra to take to friends like that was popular then that looked great he did a great job on getting those made they looked amazing yeah uh uh uh, we will definitely like if something we do again need something like that he's we will 100 percent be using him again powerful tag events yeah might go with somebody else for the fanny packs though yeah, we definitely gotta <laughs> definitely gotta size up on the fanny pack. I just got dual dual wield, man. You just have to dual wield them. Some people. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like, like, there was like the painting competition that Henry ran, that Henry ran and uh, Army Painter sponsored or whatever. Um, we were like, because me, you, and Henry were talking about it, Michael, and we were kind of worried about you know, how many people would do it, how, whatever. But man, there was a ton of entries into that. I mean, mm. were you pretty happy with mm. the turnout, Henry? Oh yeah. Over the movement. Well, I mean, it got, it got to the point where I think we, we had the support 
to do so we did it where we did so cult paint did the individual painting competition so like units and then we were able to do use the army painter and uh Cromlech, i think it was support yeah um, yes. to do a best army competition as well um so the fact right. we were able to run two painting competitions was, was awesome um but yeah the, i mean we 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 yeah, we weren't sure whether it would be worth doing at all, but in the end, it was wonderful. You know, we had that really nice double table set up. You know, every all the all the entries that you had space, you could come and look at them. But you know, those two big tables, you know, what were they? Eight, eight, eight by four tables or whatever, something like that, just full, full of models, man. Like I, I've been to Golden Demons and there's been less entries. Um, you know, so it was it was great to see people just like Michael says, just engaging in in every event they could um, yeah yeah i like that we yeah, got the camp staff involved too the camp staff was really, yeah they really were good. loving it uh, they were and loving i it. i like yeah. that we got uh taylor and ted two of the camp staff to actually work it like straight yeah. up play games with us we ran demos <laughs> for them um yeah and then uh uh amelia and uh damn it i'm drawing a blank alexa here. alexa yeah they helped judge the painting competition and all weekend long they would go around and look at everybody's uh, stuff. Mm. They, they were really um, enjoying the event as well. And they, mm. they told us, the camp staff told us they were like, um, they, well, <laughs> Henry, Henry's going to be like, nah. They were like, uh, we really hope you come back again because we, you were one of the more fun events we've <laughs> ever had here. And they said that... If they can organize some sort of shuttle bus that will just launch me through the door so that I haven't got to go outside, <laughs> then I'm back. <laughs> but the, the funny of comment of that we got was... The funny comment that we got was, everything has been awesome. You guys have been great. It's a little more swearing than we're used to, but other than that... <laughs> <laughs> that's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. That's how Dad did it. Right? Hell, that's how America does it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just meeting because like we got to meet people that we talk to in our uh, Crusader host, or have written into the show, or have you know called in and done voicemails, but we've never met them face to face, or at least I haven't, or or had met them before but didn't get to spend as much time with them or whatever. But you know what I mean, like getting to meet. I mean, I'm not going to name all 45 people, but like hanging out with Will all weekend, hanging out with that John. That was my favorite part, hands down. I got yeah. to meet one of my favorite people walking the fucking earth right now, the powerful Vince, man. What yeah. <laughs> legend. Now that, Vince that will. Dreams, dreams coming true here. Sorry, ladies. He got scooped up. <laughs> powerful Vince or yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Mister. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Trevor. Um, you got it, one. Yeah, him and Trevor uh, <laughs> fucking having a bromance. Getting able to meet uh, AJ and Ezra, you know, face-to-face, -face, oh, yeah. Canadian guys. Paul was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, David, uh, I mean, all those guys. And then, the like, California me and Henry boys, talking. man. The California boys. Bill Parker. Yeah, uh, did you get their gift? Did you find it in your boxes? Yes. <laughs> I have the seat shelves. <laughs> <laughs> I there I know they're giggling about that right now cuz I, I know that was a fucking like haha we're going to fucking give these guys these seashells 
We, I tried leaving them. I tried, like, me and Michael were trying to give them back and forth to each other, and they somehow, fucking Michael snuck them back in on the last minute. I didn't know. When I was unpacking my shit, my wife was helping me. She goes, the fuck are these? And I'm like, oh, God, how did those get back? And she goes, my wife wasn't even at her camp, and she goes, well, you're going to have to get these the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Like this is it, Ryan. This Ryan draw is fucking wild. Yeah, no, no, fucking seashells. And I'm like, you think your mom wants them? She's like, surely she doesn't. Do I look like I grew up on a fucking tilapia farm in the middle of the desert? No, you're gonna decorate my house with this shit. Oh my god, (laughs) that was one step below putting fucking mosquito larva in a bag, (laughs) just sending them home with you. Well, talking about mosquitoes coming home with me. So here's what's fucking funny. We, me and Chris, so we dropped Henry off at the airport, and we're coming back. And when I got the whole van, it's just piled full of shit in the back. Like people, I can put pictures out there, or whatever. But in the in that, because every time you open the door, they would swarm in shit. So these mosquitoes had like got into the van and like infiltrated, and then like hid out, and then halfway through the trip. These fuckers wake up, right? Just like halfway through. And Chris is all of a sudden like, ah! And like slapping himself. And then the next thing you know, he's like, ah! Grabbing his ankle. Then they're biting me. I'm like, what the fuck? What does this happen? We're like literally in the middle of Arkansas. And then they just like wake up and start eating us alive. I was like, fuck infiltrators! So then we spent like the next 20 minutes like killing like a dozen more mosquitoes in the fucking van. And then I, we finally get back to Indiana. I drop him off. And I drive home, and I'm by myself, and I fucking open the doors of the van, and as I'm unpacking stuff, there's mosquitoes flying out of the back of the van. <laughs> oh, God, you've, all the way from- <laughs> you've transplanted the fucking Chinese tiger mosquito to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that was the fucking funny thing. Like, after the mosquito thing, I did some research on them, and the reason it was so bad is you motherfuckers have some invasive... It's called the Asian tiger mosquito... And the oh like, normal normal mosquitoes only bite like at dusk and dawn. These motherfuckers bite all day long, yeah. and their primary food source is humans. They always, they love to live in close contact with humans because that's their favorite thing. Also, most mosquitoes bite one time. They they bite and get their full blood meal to like do their egg thing. These motherfuckers, I don't know why but they only do like a quarter at a time. So each mosquito bites like four times instead of just biting once. It, so it's just, it, it was like the worst case fucking scenario for these God awful, like horrible mosquitoes. It's, it's like the Cadillac of mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Maserati of mosquitoes. If we had to, like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to get a mosquito, you may as well go big. That's what Texas does. That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. <laughs> Uh, fuck. I'm not gonna let fucking Indiana out mosquito us. That's for sure. <laughs> well, you can you can out mosquito us. I promise you, we'll let you do that. We're all set on mosquitoes. So what else? What were we even talking about? I don't even remember at this point. Just like the best things about the camp. So what do you what do you think, Scott? What was your favorite shit? Well, meeting everybody, like meeting Ezra and all these guys that come from all over the place is very cool to get to like hang out and put put faces to the names and uh, just share and enjoy and all that shit. My favorite thing about the camp, man, the brisket is fucking 
pretty serious, man. <laughs> that's that's up there. I mean that that's probably it. Is the brisket like improving Michael wrong about the fucking sharks in the bay? There definitely <laughs> are sharks in there. FYI, but nine foot um, hammerhead sharks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite large actually. It's like the but, Asian uh, tiger mosquito sharks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Texas in Rockport itself. Like just being on the ocean and. The weather was amazing. It was like 80 degrees, you know, real crisp, not very humid. Uh, I loved it, man. It was fucking beautiful there. So. What do you think, Henry? What was your favorite part? Um, yeah, people, man. Like, easy. But I, it's just the friendliest, the friendliest group of strangers, effectively. Um, I, I've, I've been with, man. Like, it was, uh, yeah, it was just really it was just a great five days um the camp itself you know was perfect for the uh for what we were doing you know loads of space they looked after us really well there but it was that that from every single person you were meeting there was just so relaxed so ready just to have a nice fucking time um yeah it was uh yeah it was awesome man what do you think derek uh, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but yeah, it was it was amazing. Just everybody was in such a great mood all week, all week weekend. Uh, man, I just spent the whole time just hanging out in the uh, in the dining hall, just meeting people. I played a few games, mm. and it was just a blast. Yeah, it was like uh, it was one of those things where like even if you like even if you went and played zero games, you were gonna have a good time. Like it was just like you like the yeah. people that were there. There were so many stories going on. There were so many jokes. Like there was just like it, like the entire time was like, in it, like what was what what was like so crazy about it. And my mom was telling me about this. She like she goes, you know what I realized? She goes, what? She goes, you didn't even have like a TV there. Like there was no like mm. outside like you know thing that everybody was enjoying. Everything you were enjoying was there, and all the people that were like posting on the internet were like sending messages out of the camp like nobody was like stuck on their phones or everything like everyone was genuinely mm. enjoying their time with each other there oh yeah and like <laughs> it just you know next level like that well, was good and it wasn't it wasn't cliquey either like i was i said to ryan like i was pretty nervous coming out because i don't i didn't know anyone i chatted to ryan a, a little bit online and I, I chatted to you michael basically just to organize uh the classes so I was super nervous about about coming out and meeting, or, or or not meeting. I suppose that was the worry. It was that it was just going to be a bunch of cliques, which happens, right? We've all been at events and stuff where it can be a bit, you know, people, you know, keep to their little groups and stuff. And I was a little bit worried about that. But just from yeah, the first second, man, like people just, it was almost as if everyone assumed everyone knew each other. So there were there, there was very little formality. Um, there wasn't there wasn't really a need to introduce yourself to anyone everyone knew why, why you were there you know and you you knew why they were there and the fact that these people had committed to three or five days of, of just pure unadulterated like nerding um, it was awesome yeah it seemed to me like everybody like found something to do there too like Chris Duncan painted like a whole like well, so he painted well over a hundred points of dust. Which yeah, is a whole like, army. Paul like, painted 
all of the Imperial fists, I think, didn't he? That's what oh, I think. yeah. Paul, every... painted, Paul painted, like, every Imperial fist <laughs> that has ever been made. Oh, yeah. Like, grinding I think so. it out to, like, yeah, three in the morning. Fairly sure he did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really cool, man, to see all the different things going on. Uh, I... Uh, I didn't take your class, Henry, but I, you know, I was up there and I got to see parts of it, mm. whatever. And then after you would run the class, we would all, you know, sit up there and hang out and paint. Uh, I took Jamie's uh, uh, LED class and I took John's resin class. Yeah. I didn't get to do the yeah. plastic card class, unfortunately, just because of the way we had to to leave. Because I had to drive back and we were driving straight through. I had to basically sleep the last day, like literally sleep through the whole day so that I could drive straight through the night, if that makes sense to people. So the last day, Sunday, I didn't really get to participate, which sort of sucks because I didn't get a. I I got to say goodbye to a lot of people because I told them the night before. But uh, that was the only bummer for me, really, was I wish I could have been more involved on that last day, but there was no way to be more involved and to actually make the trip back and not die in a fiery van crash. <laughs> <laughs> You selfish son yeah, of a bitch. It's a, few, it's a few hairy moments. A few hairy moments on those. Oh shows. yeah, that's a good one. On the way down, I was driving. Right, I'm driving. Me and Crick, we, like Henry was expecting to uh, help out, but we were like, "Dude, you can't. You don't have an international driver's license. You can't drive." He's like, "What?" We had to explain that to him. So it's me, only yeah, me and Chris can drive. Straight road. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so and uh, and the UK boys, they like actually have to legitimately pass a test to, <laughs> to, to yeah. like That's there's rough. there's levels of that shit in the UK. <laughs> Whereas here they're like, oh, you're 16, here you go, boy, good luck, don't kill nobody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, so anyway, on the way there, we got what about 45 minutes out, Henry, and I fell asleep at the yeah. wheel. <laughs> yeah. So I we're driving I'm, along. Like, well, I'm driving like, and they're just riding. And I doze off. I straight fall asleep. Obviously, I don't know what happens because I'm fucking asleep. But it was one of those where you fall asleep and then you wake up a couple seconds later. Like, it's just like real quick in and out. So I fall asleep. And when I wake up, we're like pointed off the road and we'd hit the rumple strips and we're pointed like towards the, the fucking emergency lane. So I like my head literally falls over like this because I remember when I wake up, like riding my head and then swerving quickly back into the lane. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, Chris and Henry, obviously, like, grabbed their seats real tight and like kind of half panic and they go did you fall asleep and i went without any hesitation i just went yep <laughs> and just kept driving <laughs> just just looks over at chris man i just had the craziest dream you know you're driving yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad we were so tired man that ride down but oh, i will Jesus. have to say I could not ask for any better travel companions. Uh, having Chris and Henry It was with good me, fun. It was good fun, man. We, we talked the entire time. We laughed the entire time. Lots of good stories. <laughs> lots of good conversation. Like, it was a good, really, really good fun time. I couldn't ask for any yeah. any better. And me and Chris, on the way back, Henry, after we dropped you off, we missed you. We were like, man, we was Henry. Could have come the rest of the way. I, I did too, mate, as I was wandering around parts of America in, in, a, in a sort of sleep deprived stupid yeah, good, until good they put me on an around being very unsituationally aware too pretty safe yeah yeah <laughs> chicago <laughs> well no and the best they they dropped me off at i don't know whether it was midnight or something like that and uh i'm going down in the the lift to uh to try and find out where the fuck i'm going to try and crawl into a corner and sleep for an hour or two 
and uh, I reach down to pick my suitcase up and I'm like, it's not my suitcase. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. this is this is Chris Duncan's suitcase. <laughs> and like, oh, no. And I literally in the middle of this airport just let out a proper, oh, fuck. <laughs> like this. this and, I was, and I was like, how? Because I don't have Ryan's number. And I was like, and I don't, I don't have any data or anything. My, my phone doesn't. <laughs> doesn't properly work in america so i was like fuck 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 so running around trying to find some wi-fi and it's just like well i hope ryan checks his facebook while he's driving <laughs> so he he called me on facebook and he's like i don't have my suitcase i have somebody else's and i'm like oh fuck luckily bush airport is so goddamn big we hadn't even made it out of the airport yet we're like driving on like all the basically there's an interstate that's part of the airport that gets you it's in and out of the airport ridiculous yeah so I I was just about like the sign that says George Bush Airport or whatever with like that weird like flying plane symbol thing that they have right there in the median. And we were just passing that when Henry called. So I just pulled a U-turn there and went back and then swapped suitcases back. Um, but the one that he had had Chris all Chris's blood pressure medicine in it. So that would have been <laughs> bad. <laughs> and then this is, did you... Did you pack this bag yourself, sir? Nope. <laughs> Do you know what's in there? Not a clue. Stick it through. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I, I believe this, this man did serve in the military, and so there could be anything in this bag right now. But I'm willing to take that chance because I don't have any clothes. I don't have anything more on me. Could I sell so, this medicine? Could, you know. And then we had Chris, or we had Henry's passport, so they were both kind of fucked. So, oh, luckily fuck. we we, just, we were able to just, swap back. Oh dear, but no, it was uh, yeah that drive was that drive was pretty awesome, and the most amazing billboards in America. We got to drive past as well. World, worldwide uh, guns, world world of gun, or yeah, world guns worldwide. Yeah. What and was that shirt that Henry guns, was wearing? Guns, guns. <laughs> Henry was wearing a shirt oh, that says tell, tell about all your, all your shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to blend. It was good. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. It was uh, Tim Tim I of horse Tim is mad at you for finding a better shirt than he got. He had the uh I'll help I you think pack shirt. Both, I think they're both excellent. They're uh, they're they're both excellent. No, none as good as the mighty pocketed tea rural king, because uh, um, that's not only stylish but it's also practical. Uh, that's true. And yeah, you really like their socks too. You were telling me. Oh, well. God, best socks I've ever had. I was I was boring Sarah with that fact today. I was like, you've seen these as I'm as I'm opening up the Arctic cups and pulling out boxer shorts and socks because I had to pack all my clothes in the Arctic cups as i may have slightly <laughs> bought things anticipated <laughs> like there is a large black bag of all my clothes basically in the bin at camp aranzanzu somewhere i was like well i can take my clothes or i can take my arctic cups is that right it's fair <laughs> smart move. Take the cups and whatever fits inside the cups yep that was it so i made it back with uh with six pairs of rural kin socks and uh <laughs> <laughs> this is about it. Wait, why? Why did you uh, buy so many Rural King socks? What's why so good why about wouldn't them? you, Michael? Have you been to Rural King? Have you been there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been it a it's, couple times. It's, it's it's everything you need. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was 
was it was everything I hoped it would be. Rural king, food and stuff. Yeah, food and stuff from Parks and Rec is rural king. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, it was. Uh, I th- I think you know, as, as someone who who also attended the camp as a an attendee as well as sort of running things at it, it was um, it was a really really awesome event. Like you you could see the effort that you guys had clearly sort of pumped into it as well. Like just just little things. There was nothing there wasn't uncatered for, if that made sense. Um, not just from food and stuff like that, but making sure everybody had bedding and things like that. Um, the swag was was pretty ridiculous, and not just the stuff that people sent you. You know, the stuff that you guys had clearly plowed that money back into getting um, things like that. You know, I, I, I think every single person there, I'm sure, would have felt that, that was a a very very good value five days um, of, of of nerd holiday. Well, thank you. We did. We thought we did. We did try and make those uh, swag bags pretty stacked. That was a. Uh, my yeah. favorite part yeah. was like the and army I army painter yeah, box of like little fan as well. Amazing. <laughs> the arm. <laughs> the army painter box of just like open like paints that people just grab whatever color they need or want. Like that was awesome yeah, from army yeah, painter. Yeah. It's like, eh, here's some paints. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Figured out. Um, no, it was really good, man. Our Army Painter gave us some legit shit, man. Those two big paint sheds yeah. and that. I mean, like, I was really happy with that. Everybody loved the Deep Cut Studios uh, dice, um, trace. dice. Everybody was using those. Yeah. Everybody was using their. It was the only problem with the dice bags was everybody was picking up each other's dice because yeah. everybody had the same dice bag. Oh yeah. So there were some people they, that were right, turning them inside out. Like yep. I'll turn mine inside out, and then then people started catching on to that, and then the next thing you know is everybody's just turned inside <laughs> out. And did you know? <laughs> just an FYI, there's like five special edition purple ones out there. I don't know who got them, but they're out <gasps> there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, powerful Michael over at a uh, Grayed Out Studios ran out of uh, black fabric, so he had to make five purple special ones. So. so go check your dice oh, bags. Go, go check, check your dice bags, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also ran out of padding, so he had to use hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tear them open. Yeah. The uh, we got tufts from who gave us the tufts? Shadow Edge miniatures, man. So the cool thing about Shadow Edge, it's a husband and wife, and they are like, we've supported them since day one from Stiff Two, like. They've supported us. They sent us all the little baby like flowers. flowers and stuff like that to put inside uh, swag bags at Stiff 2 and Stiff 3. And they were like, they're a baby company at that point. And now they're this like huge, like massive, like seller, like pumping out tufts like nobody's business, dude. And, like I'm so proud of them. And yeah. Shadow Edge Miniatures, man. Go give them a check out on eBay. And then I think everybody got a coupon for them for like 10% off or something like that. Yeah. So. All of our sponsors uh, really came through. Like I like we had great swag. We had enough, plenty of swag for every event. What was the guy's name that donated the Custodes Army like out of nowhere? Like John. he fucking gave up a whole custom. Powerful John, man. Uh, I don't know if I can say his last name. He's a. I mean, it's it John Z. John Z. Like I don't. He knows yeah. who he is. He knows who he is. But yeah, he he uh, had a giant Custodes like legit Forge World Army that he donated mm-hmm. to whatever we wanted to put it to. He just wanted to see it put to good use and like 
What's funny about that is it did get put to good use and went to yep. a overall painter. And, uh, I don't know. You can share <laughs> yeah. the story, <laughs> how that went down. Yeah. Go Scott, ahead, Scott. Scott won it. What'd you do with it? I traded it for that army painter set. Okay. <laughs> so AJ has it. He does. Okay. He said he's, he's going to, I'm sure he'll put it to good use too, man. He's up there in that cutthroat Canadian meta, so you guys got to yeah. fucking bring out the big guns. Yeah, nothing uh, but custom. So you should, yeah, you should go through the, uh, go through the winners of the, that, 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 because, I mean, that was, if, if you wanted to bring someone new into the hobby, if they'd have walked into, I mean, if they'd have walked into that room any time over the weekend, they'd have fucking loved it. But if they'd have walked in on that, was it Saturday afternoon when people were putting out their armies to get just just to display and to do the best army votes, but it was as much just to show off your toys. It was incredible, man! Like incredible. Some of the some of the armies people they just they just kept coming. There was just more boxes. There was more marines coming out. More marines coming out. You know, you have got smoke machines going off on some displays. You got you got people needing eight by fours to display their army on. It was. Oh, yeah. As, as for, from someone who the, the gaming is a relatively small part of, of my hobby, I, I enjoy it. But for me, 30k is very much probably probably the, the, the setting first, then the painting and the modeling. Um, seeing those armies was just, it was incredible. Um, and, and, and everybody just taking the time to walk around and really sort of get up close. And uh, yeah, it was awesome, man. And then, yeah. yeah, being able to, being able to, I think, I mean, those were pretty sick prizes. I'm guessing that that isn't the usual standard of prize support, is it, for like an event out in the Not US? Not for painting. Like, Normally for painting, no. you get some so, bullshit. Like, here's yeah, some. you get like a code. fucking ribbon they give a goddamn pig who wins at the state fair and tell you to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Here's five yeah. paintbrushes and a ribbon and like three GW paints. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? what it, so we did. We did pe- people's vote, as it were, for best favorite traitor, traitor army and favorite loyalist army. Um, and then, so those they got that that massive army painter set, like, which um, I think those really somebody told generous. me they were like four hundred dollars retail or over. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck, yeah. I mean, that yeah just you had Cromlech, yeah, really decent voucher from Cromlech as well. Oh, I think it was Cromlet, wasn't it? Those wooden, yeah, it's fifty bucks. Those wooden things, yeah. So you know, a really decent prize. And then we decided to do because because you'd had people be so generous providing prizes for the event. We we said, oh, let's 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 give that Custodes army out, and we'll do it as a as a, like a, a judge's pick, as it were. And like, and we were super keen to make people aware that like, it was a it was favorite armies. This wasn't necessarily necessarily what is the best technically painted thing here it was also taken into account you know does it fit the theme does it you know is there loads of conversion work is there loads of this that and the other um and, and we ended up picking uh scott's uh world eaters for that um and then, then john um oh what's john said christian yeah yeah he yeah. got runner up with on just that. The, i mean we had to find the prize for that because that was just it, the most incredible like hobbyists ultramarine army man like like just it, it, it he picked he picked this board that was a 
It was a big eight by four that ruined city board. board. Too. Had, that was his was table. It John? Of course it was. Of course it, yeah. it was. <laughs> and then you, had, yeah. you know, so this thing had this full fortification with a, you know, a, an open sort of causeway type thing, which he had like March of the Ancients coming out from that about 20 fucking dreadnoughts. And then you had all these other fortifications you had just, just, you know, huge infantry formations walking around. You had that, that awesome land speeder conversion. He's done the halo warthog thing. Yeah. Just brilliant. Um, just, yeah, seeing that level of, uh, you, you, you don't get to see that stuff. I think even at like a normal event, it would be unlikely that John would bring that entire collection, right? Yeah, probably not. So, so, so just just from from, from someone who 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 gets off on the hobby side rather than the than the gaming side as much, it that was probably my favourite part of the the entire five days. And then the spend the, an hour um, or two walking around, just you know, yeah the the ones that people voted for like that we actually had everybody go around and vote for their mm. favorite was uh it's andrew right from uh, fault line yes. 40k yeah, andrew, yes andrew's night lords yeah he was best trader and then uh aj from boys of the golden throne mm. had a uh, best loyalist with his mechanicum yeah 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 um yeah awesome yeah, it was it was really good, uh, and and we took pictures of all those armies. We put them up. I think I put them up on the RFI page, and then I think Michael put them up on the camp page. Cool. If you uh, if you want to see a ton more pictures, uh, just uh, go look for the group Heresy Camp. It's a closed group, and a yeah, lot cool. of people the, uh... posted a ton of pictures of that oh, Heresy yeah. Camp group. We actually had a prize the. Uh, the uh, Ben Porter Prize for Recon Excellence. Recon Excellence. So, Hashtag Hershey Camp. <laughs> yeah. So if you went in, like we, the person that we saw posting up the most pictures to share with you guys out there in the community uh, is is on that uh, in that Heresy Camp page, and there's a ton of pictures. There's a ton of pictures. There's a ton of people talking to each other. Like there's a ton of people who were sad, like that are posting up there that. We're sad they had to go to work that next week and just missing camp all around. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time. But anyway, you want to check some voicemails and see what people had to say about camp? I'd love to. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and line it up. Scott's got a giant BattleTech robot over there. Pretty fucking sweet. God, I'm so happy. God damn it. <laughs> 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 <I'm so happy. laughs> He looks I'm gonna have to get a giant inner right spear one now, so we can shoot him out. We'll we'll fucking hey. What color scheme you so you can fucking it? accidentally hit shoot my vulture and kill it on turn one. Yep. I'm gonna get a giant warhammer made, Scott. Oh, giant God, warhammer. God damn it. Um, no. Here, what about the real quick before we do these voicemails? How about this idea? What if we painted a BattleTech map on the Battle Barn concrete floor and Let's just fucking it. pushed Fuck all the yeah. tables to the side, and we could just play on the whole fucking floor of the game barn like a painted battle tech absolutely i'm buying a whole fucking five mech star in this scale <laughs> sure. yeah. yes like, i think you should i think you should paint your floor in like like a giant hexes, like man, that's all you gotta do well no nah, no he- not hexes we don't need hexes just Fuck like that. a giant yeah what we're talking about we're not serial killers <laughs> yeah we'll t- we'll turn we'll turn hexes instead of hexes to inches like we play with no hexes we'll do hexes to feet yep 
Oh. oh. Okay. I was going to say, like, do it in, like, 28-millimeter scale. Like, just paint your floor, that's like, what that, with, with mountains and shit like that. And then... Uh, that's what that is. That's a 28-millimeter model, right, for Battletech? It's got the true 28, not yes, fucking Games yeah. Workshop 28. Right, yeah, true no, 28. it's a 28-millimeter <laughs> scale. So I'm going to do a hex scale. base for it. Like, I'm, you know, you talked about maybe get one cut, like a hex base, and all the terrain I bought is true 28-millimeter uh, terrain as well. I got, like picket fences and shit it'll look pretty good hopefully yep. we'll get you a base mate i'll help you make a base for it and you we'll should have you should have had josh laser cut you one while you're down here but yeah you know, no fucking drop so many again. so many things you wish you could have done but we'll just go steal a stop sign there we go, <laughs> go. all right voicemails boys 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 it is aj from the golden throne and i'm just on my way back from heresy camp just got back to Canada, I got one more flight to go, I am destroyed, this was such a good weekend, Ryan uh, Michael Derek, Scott, thank you guys so much for putting on such an amazing event thanks for everyone that helped out in any way, whether they brought tables or drove far distances or traveled, there were so many boyfriends made this weekend huge shout out to my boy Kurt, my boy Jay fucking Barth Will, like the Delarosas, like every, just so many amazing, you know, how can I forget 30K Jesus or Vicente. So, you know, <laughs> oh man, friendships for life. Anyone that didn't come to this, man, you guys messed up. We had a, we had such a good time. I can't wait to, uh, you know, for the next big event and uh, I hope it happens again and I don't know how I'm going to deal with work tomorrow. So, boys, such a good time. Thank you so much. Cheers to everyone that came out and made it such an amazing event. Cheers to you guys putting it on. Uh, I, I, I'm out. I, my brain is done. Delarosa, those beers this morning didn't didn't help this travel. <laughs> anyway, guys, <laughs> thanks again. Peace out from the third K Otter. Peace. Oh, <laughs> so that was powerful, AJ from the Boys of Golden Throne. That dude had a legit time. In his uh, mm-hmm. in his pillow fort that he made, oh, <laughs> and yeah. uh, so powerful, powerful AJ. It was nice meeting him in person. Oh, I had always imagined that that like I felt like I knew him long before. This is my first time meeting him, and I like it didn't feel like that. I was like, there he is. There's my boy AJ. And I was like, holy shit, we've never. And then he came up. He goes, he's one of the sweetest men to ever live, AJ. Yep. Yep. And it was cool because I knew, like, there's guys in our game club that I knew he would hit it off with that came from Indiana. I'm like, oh, you got to meet Jay and Kurt, man. You're going to be boys. So <laughs> it was just cool, like, no, getting to know everyone and then the people that came from Indiana that I knew real well that I could be like, oh, these, these two will be boyfriends. We got to, like, make them talk to, talk to each other. To start pairing so, up. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was nice watching all the the bromances being made, and like you just like watching these people make new friends, and just like it's like, oh, you like cigars? I like cigars. Oh, you're a uh, you know, I, I honestly did not foresee the Vincent Trevor thing. That I like was... I like to picture like Vincent like <laughs> at his desk or at his job or whatever, drinking from his like koozie. Somebody looking over and saying like, hey, who's who's Trevor? Like, oh, this is a guy I met at camp. He's a guy I met at camp. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, like some some nosy coworker. So, who's Trevor? Stop it! Stop! 
Yeah, that was that was out of the that fucking, was a trip out of the blue right there. Those those two becoming best friends and that that uh it was, it was so good seeing Jay again too. I only get to see Jay twice a year because he used to be a regular club man and we fucking yeah. miss him so bad. And he's trying. He took a fucking demotion at work to get back into the regional manager level so that he can bid on an Indiana job. He wants to come back to. Oh wow, nice. Jay's nice. such a cool dude, man. Like Jay. Oh my goodness, I can't. <laughs> Bless your heart, Jay. Bless your heart. But yeah, man. I, I saw Willie Nelson in a gas station. Turns out it's just an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan. And hey. That story was just like hanging on the edge. Oh yeah, no. We'll check this out. Check this shit out. Hey, Jay, come tell come tell the story of the time you met. You thought you met Willie Nelson. He's like, oh, so check this out. Yeah, and he told it just like Scott tells it. And- that's it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just a just a haggard old lady. <laughs> Moral story, kids. You sunblock. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so good. Oh boys, AJ again from uh, Boys Me Golden Throne. It is two days after uh, Heresy Camp, and man, I'm impressed. I haven't felt like this since I was like 15 years old, coming back from camp the last time. And literally the the day after camp for me as a kid was always the worst day ever. Because you, you know, you're getting to this routine, met all these cool people, and then you go home and it's like everything's so boring. Well, it was like that and worse yesterday because I had to go to work <laughs> and actually work, not just sit around and play video games like as a child. And, uh, yeah, it's depressing. It's going to be a rough one to get back on uh, on track here, boys. Such a good time. Uh, all I'm doing at work right now is thinking about how much I want to go back to Heresy Camp. So, again, to the crew, everyone that helps put this thing on, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we did a bunch of recordings, Boys of the Golden Throne, when we were down there. So we'll be putting out an episode soon with some of those recordings. Maybe even a Heresy After Dark episode, but we'll we'll have to check out to see how X-rated that is. Anyway, thanks again, boys. <laughs> I forgot about that incriminating recording. I did forget about yeah, that. You'll you'll fucking you'll get to hear the exact moment where Scott fell down the Terrence McKenna rabbit hole and didn't come back <laughs> all this morning. Uh, we. We legit had a conversation about you to decide if we needed just to come get you from the table to rescue you from yourself. <laughs> that literally happened, just so you know. Like, if we, we really well, don't I have had it. left the table, but I hadn't <laughs> left the table. If, if y'all want some background on what's where Scott was, I think this song can answer most of that for you. <laughs> like... It's like, hey, Scott. Scott, are you there? And he's just looking off in the distance. And you're like, I think I don't think Scott's with us anymore. I just fucked him in. So that's exactly, dude. There's not a better fitting soundtrack than experience. <laughs> so later later on that night scott was just sitting next to me being real quiet and we were i was playing uh some dust or well, i was watching a big game of dust between henry and ben who else was playing in that cody uh, uh jamie. jamie 
And uh, Scott was just kind of sitting there watching, and I look over at Scott, and I'm like, do you want to go to bed? He's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I go, you want me to walk you over there? And he's like, yeah, it'd probably be best. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to walk you over to the cabin. And, make, and then we got over there, and I'm like, you okay? Like, You know which bed's yours? He's like, yeah, yeah, I think I got it from here. <laughs> and then the, the next morning... <laughs> Next morning, he thanked me for tucking him in. <laughs> I've, Dude, I'm, I'm, in my head, I, it was like that scene from Event Horizon when they come out of the fucking warp and Sam Neill just holds up the fucking ice in his hands. And he's like, well, we're going. We don't need ice to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott was... Uh... That recording of Scott, I don't know, I don't know when that episode was supposed to drop from AJ and all that stuff, but like Scott was opening our minds, and like I was just like, I don't know exactly what he's saying. Like as far as like, he's definitely like he's on to something in his head. He's discovered. I was a like new talking element. a little bit for a while, and then I just stop altogether <laughs> and don't say anything. <laughs> That's it. That's the exact moment when I've I just, too far. I just remember he goes, I just want your dad tomorrow to take me on his boat, and I want a grandpa tickle a bull shark. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> then you're just like, then you talk, they were telling us about bull sharks, and I was like, oh, oh my God. Bull sharks just want to be loved, and they don't have the means to show you. They can't hug. <laughs> they can't hug. so yeah powerful aj i'm sorry that you went back had to go back to your normal life i hope he's okay he's doing good he'll be all right we got the internet so we can still communicate amongst each other unlike when you were young and at camp just want to say absolutely thank you for all your work and the powerful supporters of the event to host this amazing experience uh, hands down, one of the best uh, conventions, gaming events that I could have ever participated in. Um, the campers were completely awesome. Uh, everybody was so warm and welcoming. If you didn't go to Heresy Camp, I'm sorry, you missed out on a fantastic time. Uh, it, it was just so awesome that I, I've called into the show a couple of times, and everyone I met there was like, oh, you're powerful events, you're powerful events. And it, it just goes to show you that the community... We care about each other, we support each other, and we're all there to have a great time. And there was, when it came down to the gaming, the hobbying, like, no one had anything bad to say about anybody, and the food was amazing, the staff was amazing, it was just all around a great experience. And I can't thank you guys enough, and just wanted to say I look forward to the next, next, the next big thing and, and meeting everybody else. But I hope everybody made it home safe. And uh, looking forward to see you guys later. See ya. So he's totally lying. Not a single person said, hey, it's Vince. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Vincente! Vincente! Don't be upset if you're spaghetti. Yeah, it was... And, and like, as soon, like, I kind of felt bad because, like, everybody's like, Vincente! And, like, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, is this internet bullying? Is this how internet bullying works? <laughs> 
I like how he came up. It's like every time Michael says that, I just picture him like doing the thing with his hands. I'm like every time. Every, yeah. every I did it. Time. Look, I just did it three times in a row. I just said this it three he, times. He, he can't say it without doing that. <laughs> My hands go into the the the, the closed. Yeah. Uh, you, you know the thing. Yeah. Hand gesture, one of meaning my fantastic. favorite slogans ever this weekend too. The fucking right up the guts. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stop and talk about Vince for a second. Okay, so first off, Vince had a great time. Vince Vincenzo has a fantastic personality. He's a very, very, very uh, bright, bright star in a oh, in, yeah. in the galaxy. <laughs> And uh, so he's got a fantastic personality. He's a fun guy to be around. Uh, he had a blast. Yeah, he, he had a good time. He made a ton of friends. He was always like motivating everybody to give their all. Just a super good dude. Well, when it came to the wall, uh, there was so much speculation on how to take down this wall. And so there was people that were, their idea was to bring a shitload of Volkite to kill every... Neil every, McNeil, bro. The Neil murdering Mc, yeah. marsupial. Yeah, murder marsupial. Neil McNeil decided, I'm going to take a shitload of Volkite. Uh, there was people out there that were like, I'm going to take, you know, 50 lightnings, and I'm going to go and fucking, I'm going to do this. And then there's people that, you know, were talking about bringing nothing but uh, uh, Master of the Signals. Is Master of Signal? Yeah, Master of the Signals. Yep. And just unloading on orbital, like, a thousand points worth of Master of the Signal. And then powerful Vicenzo comes up and he just brings a Spartan loaded with twenty fucking <laughs> twenty fucking breachers, <laughs> and they all have melt bombs. <laughs> and he says, "You know what?" He goes, "We're just gonna take the Spartan. We're gonna drive it up the middle, get into the guts. That's how Dad does it. That's how America does it." <laughs> and <laughs> he took down the wall. I think it was like forty six hole points or something like that. Like, he, yeah, he did some like massive number. And I'm kind of manning it at this point. I'm like, I gotta go get Michael real quick. Like he just unloads on fucking melted bombs onto the wall, and then next thing you know, he's moving over to the next section. And I'm like, I'm freaking out because I was like, I have no way to kill twenty fucking breachers that are right here in my gut that I can't see. So we have to open the gates of the wall. And we have to march out our own breachers to go kill them. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. It was like the most simple plan, the most effective plan that took out two entire sections of the wall. And, uh, and it got real real quick. So sometimes you just fall back on the old ways and you're just going to do just fine. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. it's how Dad did it. It's how America does it. <laughs> how America does it. <laughs> So let's see what else we got here. Oh, I think it's from old Hagrid himself. Oh. Hey guys, this is Iron Hands Will. I thought I'd give my uh, recap of Heresy Camp. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys um, for uh, coming up with this and, and uh, Michael for getting stuff together that we can put this on. Of course, I want to thank uh, Cody and Zach and... and uh, John Christensen and John Stanford uh, for helping put together, you know, classes and so forth. Of course, Henry Steele. I can't thank him enough. I didn't even take his class, and it was amazing just to have him around to talk to and, and pick his brain. Um, I, I, there's just too much shit to go into on a on a voicemail to uh, to say what uh, this had meant to me, but 
it was an amazing experience. Um, my family expanded by several members over the course of the camp. Um, I, I now have more members of my family because you guys aren't just my friends anymore. You're family, and I love you all. Uh, I do want to give a special uh, shout-out to Zach Delarosa with his brews and pew-pews. I uh, definitely want to give uh, Ezra and AJ a special shout-out for everything they did to help me with uh, running my event and, and just making it a good time. Uh, I want to give out a shout to uh, a special shout out to Derek and Brian and uh, Andrew and and Zach and I know I'm missing people but uh, for our giant Prospero game which was just so amazing just to see uh, a huge game of Thousand Sons versus Wolves on Andrew's amazing Prospero table. Um, really, guys, I know a lot of people are lamenting that they weren't able to make it and we're sorry you weren't there, um, but uh, it was an experience to be had and. Um, don't know if we're going to be able to do it again next year. I'm certainly hoping we can, and I will put my foot forward to uh, to help make sure that it goes off because uh, it was – I've been to cons before, and I've been to events before, but this was just much more personable and much more intimate uh, and just overall a better experience than anything I've ever done before. And and I, again, I thank everybody that uh, was part of it, whether you were help running it or you just came out, because you guys are what made it great. Pop Damn, said it all right there. You're here. Mm, yeah, you too, Will. yeah, well put. I miss Will. <laughs> yep. I, I want to give him a hug. I want to give him a hug right now. He's so tall. Yeah, man. He was a he's so big. He was on it for like two days running that event, wasn't he? Like he was oh, yeah. just the, the, the sort of the rock around which all the craziness occurred. Yeah. yeah. Will was a, uh, he was a trooper. He's a trooper, man. When he says he's going to do something, he fucking does it like that's He's, he's a person you can count yeah. on. That's yeah. Will. Yeah. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Like I said, Will, well, I think I said it last episode, like Will would be one of those people who would like carry you back. Like if oh, you yeah. got shot in the army, he'd like <laughs> you'd wake up and be like, what happened? He'd be like, you got shot, man. Don't worry. I picked you up and brought you back. That's Will. <laughs> <laughs> like a oh baby. God. Just cradle oh it like a baby. Yeah. And then big, strong arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's the last one right here. Hey, this is Bill from the Fall Line crew in Northern California, um, a.k.a. 10 Pry Flamers, a.k.a. bump into uh, one of Ryan's tables at 3 a.m. in the morning and uh, go cry about <laughs> it in his cabin and his cock-shaped pillow for the rest of the evening. Uh, I just wanted to call and say thank you for Heresy Camp and, you know, being so accommodating to the California guys who brought over. You know, having the extra cabin with the uh, room for our emotional support animals was, you know, really above and beyond. Uh, something we weren't expecting, but uh, obviously we appreciate it being from the West Coast. Um, on a more serious note, I just wanted to say, like, post events like this, you know, it's really so apparent what makes the community special, um, and that's the people. I know we talk about it, but um, events like this really bring it to the forefront. And then I think, particularly as an extension of that thought, you know, being able to run larger events like this really break the mold, really step up the culture, um, you know, is super important. And having people that are passionate about it, credible about it, you know, and, you know, responsible about the principled individuals, you know, is, is really critical. 
or else you're just not going to get, you know, the amount of buy-in. Like my folks from NorCal, you know, we're not going to fly sort of out to everywhere else, like Texas, Vegas, etc., unless we know that there's just passionate people like RFI um, behind the event. So that's a sort of long-winded way of saying. So thank you for what you guys do, um, and thank you for executing it the way you do. Um, so that's it. Just um, wanted to reach out and hope you have a good day. Hope you like the seashells. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we love the seashells. I love them. I got them in a special place in my home. <laughs> the funny part about that was the day before he bought that, Michael was driving me around Rockport and was showing me the shops. And he's like, "Yeah, there's a seashell shop there." I was like, oh, "That's where all the fucking retarded tourists go and buy seashells." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, that's totally <laughs> the next day, boom, back to the seashells. <laughs> jokes on you, exact shop and bottom there. <laughs> what was so funny is I was telling <laughs> I was telling Scott, I was like, Yeah, this is downtown, this is where you can buy seashells and shit like that. I said, There's a shop right there, they got a pug named Puggles in there, he's pretty cool. And then, like, as soon as, like, Bill Parker comes back with the seashells and everything, they're handing us, I'm like, oh, God. And I was like, y'all went down, I was like, y'all went downtown, didn't y'all? They're like, yeah, you have a lot of cool shops out there. I was like, did y'all see Puggles? Like, yeah, Puggles is cool as shit, man. He's a little dog down there. Breathing <laughs> all hard. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, all those dudes were awesome. Uh, they were playing a... Uh, Zomortalis. They... They were always down there gaming, man. That that last night, that last Saturday, because I had to stay up all night uh, on Saturday so that I could sleep all day Sunday, so that I could get up Sunday night to drive straight through to drive back. And they were up late, man, playing that game of Zone Mortalis, and they were having a blast once again. Zach Delarosa being the fucking <laughs> ringleader down there, running the show. Um, Josh, Josh was down there playing too. Um, trying to think who else was down there, but they had a Zone Mortalis game with uh, shots set out in the zone mortalis and if you drank the sh- if you had a unit near them and you did the shot you could get rerolls and shit so it got wild that's what i'm talking about man that's the <laughs> level of zone mortalis so what happened with the table <laughs> yeah what happened with the table though oh uh bill got excited about a roll or something that <laughs> was he he went yeah and he took off running and he tried to run around the table, and he cut it too sharp and banged into one of the table. And a bunch of my city tiles went flying with that uh, fucking, what is that stuff, that battlefield in the box terrain. And one of those buildings hit the ground and just, like, turned to dust. <laughs> it's like, we <laughs> into a thousand pieces. And, and everybody just got real quiet. And it was one of those moments you can see on Bill's face where you go from, like, the greatest ecstasy to like, oh my god, I fucked up my whole life, like, like that. <laughs> it was. He went from that to like feeling about that big. You could tell. And Zach, of course, everything gets real quiet, and then all of a sudden, Zach just goes ah, starts laughing, and he goes, he points at me, and he goes, and Ryan sitting right there. <laughs> 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 and it made Bill Bill felt so bad. And uh man, I watched the whole thing happen. I mean, it was one of those things like he obviously didn't do it on purpose. Fucking accidents happen. I'm not that worried about it. I collected all the pieces and threw them in a fucking bag. Maybe one day I'll try to like glue them together if I really feel like a trying to like do a Ruby's cube or something or <laughs> so whatever, but up. it's not yeah, it's not a big deal, man. And uh man, he took it really hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, man, like it's really not a big deal, it, and it really wasn't. It was funny. It's more of a funny story than anything else. <laughs> that ba- that that building had to go so we could have this story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him a bubble so. boy suit next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, that's it for right. smells, man. Oh, Scott's gonna go. Yeah, then- gentlemen. I got to call it a night. I just wanted to give two powerful shout outs. Uh, October 6th, okay, Kentucky 30K. We're having our little event in my brother's house. If you guys want to come out, please do. Just ask for join the Kentucky 30K group if you're not already and PM me, and I will give you the address so you can meet us there. I think it starts at 1030 on October 6th. And uh, other than that, I will see you guys at, I'm about to drop a bombshell. About to drop a bombshell. We'll see you guys at Heresy Camp 2019. Boom. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. See ya. It's, I guess it has to happen now. Fucking yeah. Scott just told everybody. It. He didn't say it. He declared it. Yeah. Um, also, John, or John, Scott's brother, came to Heresy Camp and uh, it's the first event. Mind. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he blew everybody's mind with this fucking crazy Mechanicum board. If you see that crazy Mechanicum display board with like the Titan being assembled or disassembled or whatever with the smoke and the LED portal and all that shit, dude, it's it's pretty incredible. But uh, the last event I got to go to with uh, John was Michigan GT like two or three years ago. And uh, John's a real cool dude. I just don't get to see him much because his uh, job. But I'm hoping uh, I get to you know, play a lot more games with him and hang out with him more. Yeah, he's a... Uh... A nice bloke. He's a, yeah, good guy. He made my dad's day, man. My dad was like, uh, my dad was sitting there and he's like, he's like, what are, who's all these coolers? And John was like, oh, he's like, I bought that cooler specifically for this event at Walmart, but I can't take it on the plane so you can just have it. And my dad, my dad loves coolers. <laughs> and my dad's like, awesome, <laughs> sweet. And then for all you people out there, like, you know, telling my dad thank you and think he's all this selfless and everything like that. Uh, all the liquor and beer that you guys left behind went to my dad. And he was like a kid in a candy store. He's like, that's why we do it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. With that three liters of eggnog. <laughs> yeah. So much eggnog. I don't know why there was so much eggnog at, at Harrison Camp. Eggnog. I don't know who brought eggnog, but what's funny is more than one person brought eggnog. And I don't know, like, at least three people brought eggnog to Harrison Camp. I don't know what happened. I don't know why that was. Nobody drank the eggnog. They just brought it. And I don't understand. Man, that, that moonshine that Cody's aunt makes or whatever. Oh, oh, can we say well, that? Yeah. Are we supposed fine. to talk about that? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Of course Delicious. you can. Okay. I think uh, my favorite part was the ongoing joke, <laughs> all heresy camp, uh, was that none of the counselors could uh, get to get to home base because if we did, then we would wake Jason Voorhees, and so it was uh, yeah. <laughs> like it was, yeah. yeah there was no funny you have business sex with anyone <laughs> yeah and yeah. so uh, so I asked Chris I was like hey man I was like what did you think of that moonshine that Cody brought. And uh, he goes, man, he goes, that thing's dangerous because it does not taste like moonshine. It tastes like a mixed drink. He goes, give me a couple of those. And Ryan run around in them booty shorts. He goes, I'm going to be waking up Jason <laughs> Voorhees real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Ryan did run around in booty shorts at one point. AJ, AJ brought us shorts. AJ brought us yeah. shorts. The same when I put them on, they, 
they might as well have been painted on. Like Henry could have just airbrushed fucking yellow shorts on me, and it would have been basically the same effect. I could just see that uh, fucking Henry like shining a light on my fucking three-piece suit, going, "See how the light reflects right here? This is the cylinder." You got to no, just it'd be like that scene part. out of Ghost, except except it'd be be with, be with an airbrush and your your pasty white ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it was a uh, so the same thing with uh, me ordering Chinese sized um, fanny pack <laughs> so happened so when AJ good. ordered us shorts from from China, <laughs> and so we all got shorts that were. Our sizes, if we were Asian children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that Michael opened it up and just went, nah. Like, nah. Nope. <laughs> Thank you, but nope. <laughs> I will lose circulation so fast. It'll be the weirdest call that Rockport EMS has ever gotten. I'm not worried about putting them on. I'm worried about taking them off. <laughs> they had to cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek wore them as well and they're, they're, revealed all. That's got to be like some like some boys of the Golden Throne exclusive. Like <laughs> Derek puts on Derek puts on hot pants and you'll never guess what it looks like. You'll never guess what happens. I just like I like that we've discovered as the people on Facebook have commented that I have a Michigan J for ass. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Hank Hill, Hank Hill ass. I think is the no, no, no. It looks, it looks the, the more WD like frog. Michigan J Frog. You, you didn't see that? No, before? I saw the. Yeah, no, I saw the WB Frog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whoever photoshopped so your head onto Hank Hill so quickly was probably my favorite out of all of them. <laughs> was it you? It wasn't oh, me. Oh, you no. never, re- you never responded. Uh, Henry posted a picture of me without a beard on the internet, and you've not shopped a beard on it yet. It's out there. Oh There's gosh. one out there. No beard on it. One people down. <laughs> <laughs> we need to cover uh, that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Henry, tell us about cold paint, my friend. Mm. Um, well, yeah. We came out. We chatted to uh, I, I chat to Michael. Gosh, it was it was you, wasn't it, Ryan? Chat to Ryan the best part of a year ago when we uh, when the you first started these murmurings uh, of, 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 of doing some classes in the US and stuff. Uh, and then it sort of was perfect timing with talking about the camp camp up and running. Chat to Michael said, look, we're looking to reach out to the sort of communities all over the place. And we knew you guys were big community leaders over there for, for her- heresy, obviously, but the, but the hobby in general. Um, and it went from there. We, we sort of worked it out so we could get over there. I was super, keen to come over to camp anyway just to attend um because it just sounded a lot of fun um but yeah we came out we did a a couple of classes out there uh to mainly to do a uh, vehicle vehicle painting so we did a ton of airbrushing and weathering and all that sort of thing um ran the painting comp which was a lot of fun um we mentioned earlier like super happy how many people entered and when you consider that every single one of those models was just plucked out of someone's army i thought that was super cool um you know there there was not one there was not one army there that you wouldn't be really happy to play against you know if you turned up for a game and and people put that down in front of you yeah good good times um so yeah it was a good chance for us as well to show off 
uh, show off some of the things we got coming up as well very soon, which is this uh, these two new airbrushes we've been working on with uh, the Germans, the uh, Harder and Steenbeck. Um, and I think they went down pretty well. Uh, I wish I'd got some sound bites of some of the uh, some of the people's first first chances of playing with them. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, it was a hundred percent worthwhile as well. Um, you know, we're we're wanting to be out there next year doing quite a few more classes. You have got uh, Andy's going to be out there with uh, our friend Rich Gray uh, running some classes at Adepticon and um, LVO. I think it is. So we were just super keen to sort of come over and, and say hello really so that so that you know you guys knew who we were before we started running all these things next year um and and as it turned out i ended up just having an awesome time for a week really and happened to do a few do a few airbrushing uh, uh classes um but it's nice that you were saying earlier ryan like certainly the first couple of days when when camp was a bit quieter um just having the arts room in the in the evening just to sit and chill and just put some music on, paint some models. Um, was was really really nice. Um, you know, we, we we were real keen with the classes to finish sort of mid afternoon as well. You, you, I, I'm not a fan of, you know, twelve fifteen hour sort of marathon sessions. I sort of wanted to get the classes done by mid afternoon, then we could go off and do the different events that were, that were going on as well. And I mean, how many people managed to get all uh, all the stickers? Was, about uh, six or ten people, wasn't it? In the end, I think it was six. I think it was six people. Yeah, I mean, that's, they got all of them. Did you that's did you run more of the wall on Sunday? Because uh, some people were like one patch away. No, no, I did not run any wall on Sunday. I was looking for people, but it just didn't happen. Everybody's packing up, and so mm. it was a very, very specific patch. <laughs> but yeah, it was very cool seeing people getting. Uh, just just really digging in and then i loved going into that middle day when i wasn't teaching anything getting to go to uh john's resin casting her class was really really cool uh and jamie's led one as well you know those guys and they know their shit that I'll, was uh, uh that was a lot of yeah i'll get a video of you for you uh this week henry of me terminating of the patches so you know that nobody else will get your patches. Oh yes, yeah, set them on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too right. I had to eat one in front of someone. I can't think who it was. It was, <laughs> it was me. Yeah. So yeah, it was uncomfortable. Um but nah, it was it was it was it was a great time. I'm like we've we've been super lucky to 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 meet communities from from all over the world, to be fair, doing doing the painting. Um and yeah, you lot didn't disappoint like uh they they were a lot of fun those classes and also because you brought that whatever the fuck that thing from dust was as well so that was quite a good fun um, oh the devastator the chode whatever it was called yeah yeah um, <laughs> um but yeah i don't really i mean i, I don't really i mean bear in mind it's, it's also 2 a.m here so i might ramble a bit so if you've got like specific <laughs> questions that might be a little easier it's time for whataburger or i might isn't just it? Yeah, that's what so it is. time for Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a long drive, though. We'll drop in the. Bag. Yeah. Real quick before we ask you a question, just a little another side story. We were all sitting on one of those quiet nights in the painting room, and Henry just kind of brings up, we're all kind of painting. He goes, Man, I could go for another one of them burgers right now. And I, my <laughs> ears perked up, 
And I went, well, we can go. <laughs> like, I don't think he really, like, obviously he didn't, you didn't, you didn't understand what you were saying, right? Like you were just saying things. And, uh, yeah. he just says that. And I was like, Oh, well, we can go. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was uh, Jamie goes, yeah, they're open 24 hours. And then Henry just kind of shook his head and went, well, of course they are. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at Chris and I went, I went, Chris, you want to go get a burger? And he's like, yeah, I'll go. And Jamie's like, fuck y'all go. I'll drive. I got a truck. (laughs) I go to this truck. Yeah. I said, go grab your shit, Henry. We're going. He's like, all right, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What a burger played so such a big part in this weekend. That hall that we played games in would not exist had it not been for Whataburger. Yep, the hall they sponsored it. Yeah, I did. I didn't notice that till I don't know day four, day five. I think I was taking a picture. Someone's like, "Hang, hang on, that says Whataburger." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's your questions, Henry. So your airbrushes you're talking yeah. about, they're going. Uh, you said they're coming out on Kickstarter soon, correct? Yeah. Sure. So so we got. Two very exciting things happening, I believe, this month. And the reason I say I believe is one, one of the projects is uh, something we've been working on uh, alongside uh, Harder and Steenbeck, who are a German airbrush producer, uh, manufacturer, uh, working w- with them and their, their distributor in the UK, um, Element Games, on uh, on basically creating some some new airbrushes or, or some, uh, what would be the best word? Some... There's, there's two airbrushes that we've really, really long been fans of using. Uh, there's well, one's called the Evolution and one's called the Infinity. Uh, and sort of when they came to us and, and said, oh, look, we want to we do more with the wargaming community. We want to we want to create something cool for you guys. Um, you know, and we, we we hear that you guys, you know, paint, you're, you know, you're wanting to to grow the painting side of things, as it were. Um, you know, what, what, why don't we do a branded brush? We look, Oh yeah, cool, cool. That'd be, that, that'd be really good fun. And then we ended up just having a, a really fantastic relationship with them. Uh, and somewhere along the line, uh, they basically went, well, what, what would your dream brush be? Like, how, how would you improve these brushes? Um, and then that was it. Uh, we, we, we actually got to working on designing some new parts for the brushes, particularly the trigger. Um, so there's a, there's a trigger I've designed on these brushes that's, completely unique it's not it's not for sale you can't get it on other brushes um super super excited about it um we've had it on some of the classes we've done recently we've had some of the brushes there for people to use we've had really really good feedback which was a big relief um because i was shitting it originally when when sort of other people had to try it out for the first time um but uh it's, it's all designed around the idea of trying to airbrushes have existed for ages right all sorts of uh, different manuf- um, different walks of life using you got you got uh, fine artists you got t-shirt painters you got um, cake decorating you, you know automotive obviously automotive stuff yeah there's this huge 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 range it, and and the closest it's ever really been to our hobby is is it's quite popular with RC cars and drones and, and things like that but it's never really been for us it's the, the, the wargaming thing's been such a tiny tiny sliver of 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 their market as it were um and we basically had the chance to design in our opinion the best airbrushes for our hobby for 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 for, for this sort of tabletop gaming painting uh hobby um and 
it's, it's pretty sweet, you know, to, to, to be able to be involved in this. Uh, so there's also a, a, a brand new needle coming out, I believe, with them as well, which is it's, it's fucking great. There's, there's, these, these are great brushes. <laughs> Like this is, and the nice thing, as I said, they're not our brushes. These are simply something we've worked on with Harder and Steambeck to produce. Um, so I don't know the exact date for the Kickstarter because we've not been told it yet. But all I know is it's very, very soon. All the promo has been done. Uh, certain people have got hold of some of the brushes and are working with them. And we're hoping you'll start to see their work that they've produced with them over the next week or two. Uh, so keep an eye out. You'll, I think. Most people listening to this show are, are pretty interested in the hobby side of things as well. So I'd hope they'll know most of these people. Um, so, yeah, that's very exciting. Um, and we, we brought brought a couple over with us to America as well to show people. And they, they seem to go down real well. I mean, what do you think? You, you had a play with them. Like they're, they're pretty smooth. I think the term that we were using was Catholic cowboy. You Catholic cowboy does. <laughs> Y'all yeah. want to come sit in my Ferrari? Like, yeah, come sit in it. You can yeah. buy one for like the same cost as your car, but we're not gonna. I mean, we're not selling them, but you can you can sit in it. You can touch it. You can touch it. Go on, touch it. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> well, I will definitely. I've already told you that I'm a 100. You know, getting in on it on the Kickstarter. Yeah, like, I, I, I definitely. I wish. I wish we, yeah. I wish we'd had them to, to, to take out there. Um, but as I say, this, this project, it, it evolved early on in the year. We had them and effectively what we had were our, our dream specification of an, of an airbrush with our branding on. And that was it. And then it's just snowballed from there to where, where we've actually ended up producing and engineering this, this brand new product. Um, and that's meant that the, the project itself has, has run on to, to the end of the year. Um, but uh, they will be out soon. The factory is, you know, we, we've been out to the factory. We've met every per- person that works on these airbrushes. I mean, it's it's everything you think of when you imagine high-end German engineering. You know, th- these are people that they really dig what they do. Um, and, and I think anyone who's had a chance to play with their products, I, I think, will agree with that. Um you know, so we're, yeah, we're we're super super excited about that project. Um, and then and the other project we've actually going is we've on twentieth of October, like our our own miniature line will launch, um, which is super exciting. Um, that's that's not kickstarting or anything like that. The the miniatures are produced; they are piled up in boxes in our our houses at the moment, and um, we we super super excited to. Uh, to sort of pull, pull, pull the trigger on that project. It's, it's something me and Andy, uh, Andy Wardle, the, the, the other half of Cult of Paint, is something we've been working on for best part of two years almost now from, from when we had the first conversations about it. Um, so we, we can't wait to get people's reaction um, w- w- with those things. So, yeah. It was, well, you showed me a bunch of pictures was, of that on your phone. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really... I really want to see it, you know, come out, whatever, where you can purchase them. And we were talking, so right now, so people know these miniatures, they're just, you're creating a universe and a background for them, but they're really Correct. just, mini- they're miniatures to paint. Like, they'll have a background and a background story and whatever, but they're they not there they're not no, attached to a game. Yeah, there's no gaming. No, nothing at all. So these are, predominantly, this is a, a 54 millimeter uh, range. So if, if you've painted a Primark, you, you've painted basically a 54 millimeter millimeter scale model 
Um, so our uh, the, the models we're bringing out are, are a similar size to a Primark. So what we're really hoping is that a lot of people who perhaps uh, and, and uh, this does, I guess, kind of fit in with where you guys are at at the moment with your hobby, that maybe people are looking a little bit outside, perhaps GW more, which is a good thing. Um, you know, the more stuff there is, the better. Uh, and then maybe fancy painting some larger scale stuff, but perhaps feel the 75 mil things are, are, are a step too far. They're a bit too alien. They really aren't, but I can understand why they, they might be feel like that. Um, really hoping this 54 mil will feel much more accessible um, for them to do. So yeah, we've got uh, with that range will launch in October uh, and the first season of that of releases will run for the next year. Um, we've got some, yeah, we, some, some very exciting, we, we've got to work with amazing people on them as well. So we just can't wait to, to unleash them, I guess, and, and, and get people's, see people's reaction, get people's feedback on them. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a pretty crazy year really for us, which is, which is awesome. Um, so it was kind of nice to get out to heresy camp and almost have a little, <laughs> have a little chill before everything really kicks off over the next month. Die for mosquito bites before you have the pressure of actually well, having to complete a project. Yeah, other than that, other, yeah, other than that, man. No, I, I got us like, I've taught, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, uh, painting now and, the two the two sessions we had out of camp have been two of my absolute favourites. Um, the results w w were great anyway, but that's that, that wasn't so much the the reason. It was seeing that many people really take leaps forward was great. Um, you know, you'll often get good painters turn up, and you'll get people that aren't so confident. But it's it's really lovely to see it when you, you see people make significant strides across just a few hours. Um, and they'll say things like, oh, I was, I've been reading these books trying to figure this out. Or I've been watching this YouTube thing and I, I couldn't work it out. And then you spend half an hour with someone who can actually, you know, prod you and poke you and tell you, put your finger here and don't do that and, and do this. And, and all of a sudden you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm ready to go. Um, it's, it's really good. Um, and yeah, I, th I, I really like the way you guys organize the camp around that. You know, this, this idea that you had people that came to heresy camp that didn't play a game. You know, they came to do a painting class, do some of the other classes, just hang out, chat shit. Um, it was really good. Yeah, man. I, uh, I was one of those people that was like, man, I watch YouTube videos and I cannot figure this oil stuff out. And then like, after like 30 seconds of talking about it, you're like, Oh, yeah, that's what you're doing. Right? <laughs> You're using yeah. Matt, Matt Varnish. <laughs> that's that's not gonna flow, but yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, was that the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> but that's it as well, man. Like we we we've been really lucky in that I think in the painting community, you, you, you've had incredible artists right right the way back from from the military modeling guys, people like like Phil Stashinskis, who's a, a, a Forge World now. You've got sort of guys like him who really really brought forward military modeling you know really pioneered a lot of the techniques and then you've got modern painters people like andy but also people like you know uh, rich gray uh, mark masklands you know a lot, a lot of the european guys who are just taking painting at the moment to just a ludicrous level mm -hmm. um so all, all this information's out there nothing's uh, nothing 
secret, if that makes sense. None, none of these techniques are are world changing. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not some remarkably innovative thing in a sense that they're all there. It's just we need to try and I think sort of collate them as as best we can. And the more people that are confident doing them, the better it is. Because you like like decals is a classic, right? Like once you know how to do decals, decals, whatever you want to call them. They seem super simple, right? Like, I, I think so anyway. Like, yeah. they're, they're not intimidating. But you meet someone who doesn't do them, and, and there's this sort of, I think there's this rumor reverb, or there's this, this it's just this idea. It's like painting black or white. things. People go, oh, it's difficult. And you go, why is it difficult? Oh, well, I've been told it's difficult. And you're like, well, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> like, give it, give it this a try. And then it's not like you're a wizard because you know how to do it. And then they go, huh, it's not voodoo. It's not some incredibly involved uh, secret society shit. It's, it's fairly simple. Um, but the more we can get, I think, I've always been jealous of the gaming community, like how you've got all these gaming events, how you've got these, these guys that people look up to as players or these guys that run amazing narrative events and things like that. And I really want to try and help promote that from a painting point of view. That's something me and Andy have been sort of really working towards is trying to to just strengthen those sort of community groups. So you've got a bunch of super good painters within them now, and then they're going to get better and they're going to motivate other people to raise the standard and uh, and all that. And it's it's exciting to see it happening. Um, you know, Ryan's doing it for you know you're doing it loads, man. You know, with things like the Battle Barn and painting classes is awesome. Um, but sorry, that was probably a bit rambly. But no, anyway. no, no, it was good. It was uh, very solid. Just yeah. taking it all in, it's actually. A... <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah. it's a uh... well. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, you were on the class, Michael. So I mean, it was. Uh, I, I'd like to think that was a fairly accurate sort of take home from from what it was. It seemed like everyone was super into it. Yeah, you um, had people that were coming to your class that had never touched an airbrush before and had like yeah. bought an airbrush and a compressor specifically for this class yeah. and then they said you know they came up to you and they're like i got nothing like i like you have to baby step this stuff in for me and a lot of them were actually even like scared you know like like man what did i get myself into am i even gonna enjoy this class and yeah. then, like you well, took them yeah. to this level where it's like yep now you're good to go and you're rocking and rolling and man like and what, what's crazy about those classes when you take a class like that and like when you when you uh come out of it it's like the most like motivating thing that you could do. Like mm -hmm. it's like what, what sucks for me is I immediately upon leaving that class, I was like, I am absolutely ready to paint some dust shit like immediately, but I had to work. Like <laughs> I flew out straight to New Mexico, couldn't get my airbrushing stuff. So what's funny is yesterday was my first day back. All right. And so like I unpacking all my stuff, I still have heresy camp stuff that I haven't unpacked or anything like that. I didn't even done my like laundry from Heresy Camp. Like I just went straight to work, like straight to New Mexico. First day back yesterday, I went to bed, woke up, started doing laundry, and I was like, "Okay, time to paint." And so that's exactly what I did. <laughs> like at like midnight last night, like from like midnight to like three in the morning, I painted that little uh, that uh, Red Fury model, that little tractor, mm -hmm. and like I just went straight mm -hmm. in, did the chipping technique and all that. I like knew what I wanted to do. I knew the techniques you had taught me. And I was like, let me just go ahead and practice on this guy and see what I can get out of it. And I thought it looked pretty decent. So, you know, it just 
yeah, it really, it really like, it motivates you. Like, I still want to paint like right now. Like, I was like, maybe I can paint some stuff while we're doing the podcast, yeah. but airbrush should be a little loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I think as well. Like the, you know, a couple of years ago when they started doing those Duncan videos, GW started sort of doing those Duncan videos, and they they talked about their sort of paint range, as it were, the idea that you use a base and a wash and a layer and this brush and that and i just thought those especially those early videos i thought were absolutely brilliant and and i I felt like you were getting exactly the reaction you talked about there where people were watching and going right fucking let's do this let's i can do this it's not i don't need to be an incredible artist to do this the the tools are out there now the materials are out there now you you just need a little bit of confidence in how to, to use them um and and you're away so that's one of the big things particularly the the class that we did over there um is to sort of try and do that but with with all the other techniques and materials that gw don't have and and don't promote so you know things like airbrushing um using oil paints different chipping mediums all those kinds of things um and i sort of feel between the two of those things there's really no so there's very little barriers I feel now for people to 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 feel confident about going and painting, um, and that's exciting because from that you're going to get more people painting, and a small percentage of them are going to go on to become phenomenal painters who are going to drive everything forwards. You know, so we're not going to have to wait five years for every amazing painter to turn up. All of a sudden, we're going to start seeing them popping up on all over the place. It's very very cool. It's exciting. It's very exciting. The only thing yeah. I regret is not having an infantry course. Now I'm going to have all these really nice tanks and all these ugly eyes <laughs> dudes all over it. <laughs> just paint steel guard. That's my plan, right? Or, or just do what do what Chris Duncan's done and then just, just paint four massive tanks. That's just only run tanks, yeah. I'm going to have to like, yeah. I'm gonna have that really like ugly marine, the one with those big eyes, like, <laughs> like I'm going to have a bunch of PLA with ugly faces. Yeah. Be strong for show, show us your war face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I'm so no, glad you it's, took it's the dust, Henry. Um, oh, dude, all, all over that shit, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, we're going to... we we're probably going to look at moving away from doing those, those two day uh, vehicle classes soon um, and actually expand them out into three day uh, vehicle and infantry classes. Hmm. Um, we're actually doing it for the first time in Oz next month uh, in, in November. I think you're really interested to see how that goes because you do get that people sort of going, Oh, is it different for infantry? And that there are, there are certain differences uh, in how you approach it, uh, um, but a lot of it is is, is 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 it's just motor skills, right? It's just muscle muscle memory and uh, and all that kind of shit. So it's just like you said: the more you can get people just painting, the better. You know, you're not going to get better at painting by sitting there worrying about being better at painting. You, you know, you're not going to get better by thinking, "Oh, I'm not as good as this person," or "I wish I could do that." You can think all of that whilst you're painting as well. You know, it's just it's get some get some color on stuff. Um, you know, I think uh, you know when, when I looked in Ryan's cupboard of of well, it wasn't shame, was it? It was the exact opposite. It was just, it's fucking rack upon rack of painted models. It's like Jesus Christ, 
Well, that's uh, that's how you get shit done. You know, it's by by not worrying, just do it, just get on with it. Just hand, um, before you know it, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. But you know, and and I think a lot of people would do that, but they they taught taught themselves out of it. If that makes sense. Like it's, I feel, sometimes you get you get people. I think people sometimes like if they sometimes think if they're good at painting, they need to make it seem. I can't. I can't think of the phrase, but I. I love see. I lo- absolutely love seeing it when when people say things like you just did about. I got home from the class and I just started painting. You know, it just becomes second nature. Um, the nearest thing I can liken it to is when you when you like learn a new musical instrument or something like that, and people just once they once they've learned the first few chords, you know, they know how to play. Well, in the UK, certainly, like it's, it's Wonderwall. Like as, as soon as anyone knows, like these three chords, they'll start playing Wonderwall by Oasis. There's bound to be an American equivalent tune, right? Hand me that guitar That's right the there, Derek. I'll play some Wonderwall right know. now. Yeah, it's, it's still <laughs> so there we go. It's still it's once once oh, you've got oh. people, well, yeah. Once you've got people at that level, then they're hooked, right? Then they just want to keep practicing. They just want to keep going. Um, and that's that's what's been really cool to see. Um, and what's going to be wicked about going back to Australia next month is meeting those guys that we've taught in the, over the last few years and seeing where they're at. Um, one of the ones that's, that really stands out, I'm sure you've seen his stuff, Dom Fabry. Yeah. Um, the, the world eaters shit. Um, oh, I can't wait to. Um, Kieran's, you know, um, we met Kieran last year. He produced... Everyone will know Kieran's work, I suspect, from from Heresy. He did those one of each Legion um, yep. Marines, uh, you know, years ago on, on Bolter and Chainsaw and stuff. Um, saw them in the flesh like last year. They're fucking awesome. Um, but you know, he's he's now learnt to airbrush as well. So going over and seeing what he's he's knocking out now and stuff as well, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. Wait, Kieran wasn't airbrushing. No. no, all no, that no. stuff. I, well, the, when we had him on the yeah. show, Michael, and he did his Alpha Legion, all that's brush painted. That's none of that's airbrush. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, say that. So yeah, he's going to be dangerous now. That boy. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, by yeah. God. I uh well, I would like if even if you never like like even if for some reason you didn't come back to the USA to hold a class after taking your class if you were to hold a three day class with the infantry and all that stuff I would find a flight just like Ryan did like I would absolutely do that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good to hear. Well, you know, I'd uh, I'd love to come back and do some classes, but we we need to talk about that for uh, for Heresy Camp Scott. 2019, right? <laughs> Scott's yeah. Scott presents Harrison he's Camp 2019. I hope Scott and his brother have a really good battle plan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> In the heart of Kentucky. <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll, we'll get over there and we'll have uh, we'll have those nice brushes for everyone to play with next time as well. Hell oh yeah, dude! If you'd have had some to sell, you'd have definitely sold some. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, as soon as you started well, passing one it of around. The nice, nice things going going forwards, like Harder and Steenbeck are gonna are gonna be supporting us for classes, which is cool, man. So there'll be there'll be those airbrushes for people to use on on classes and things like that. So almost that's one of the things we're trying to work towards. Almost a conflict of interest of anybody taking this class is like, I mean, you could be doing better at airbrushing 
<laughs> this model would look better <laughs> if you had one of these. Make you better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. I'm, not to. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad as well it was them who came to us. Like, like to have a company that that you genuinely love using their brushes. It was like, oh, thank fuck. You know, it's not it's not someone else who we've got sort of go. Eh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're. Yeah, not not to like I would say we're not affiliated in the sense other than the sense of we've worked on this project with them. You know, we're not paid by them. We're not not really sponsored by them, other than the fact that they've they're going to give us some brushes to teach our classes with. If people don't have an airbrush, um, meeting them as a company's been really really cool. I like one of the things that's come across from meeting you guys over over there is this idea of you work with people who know their shit. You work with people who you can rely on and your respect for what they do um that's what's working with hns has been like like seeing seeing these guys work on their uh on on the stuff they produce like it's it's they're, they're massive nerds like how we're nerdy about the hobby they're nerdy about airbrushes so it's quite it's quite cool um to to, to, to see that in person i can't wait mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, no, you would have had so like, my, I, my credit I, card was ready to go then and there while you were in town. So <laughs> told you, you can't. There's only there's only ten of those brushes in existence. I can't I, I can't sell you one at the minute. Well, then give me names, <laughs> goddammit. We'll, we'll make yeah. that eight real quick. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's 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 currently two in America. I think if I remember right, I think there's yeah. I think there's two in America. As, think, as we speak, being used. Mm, I think you might have messed up right there because I don't think you understand the level of my internet sleuthing skills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, we got to warn Henry about something else that's going to make him fucking nervous, like that bite on his neck after we get off air. Michael knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh. Okay. Dear. But yeah, so I'm. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna keep, start rambling now because it's like half two in the morning. So but, yeah. But the whole, well, we thank thank you ever so much for asking us like to come over. It was a f- awesome awesome time. Um, we've got the airbrushes coming out very 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 soon. So just fo- follow RFI. You already are if you're listening to this. Um, but we're gonna be spamming the fuck out of people, you know, for the next sort of what, as soon as the brushes go up. Sim- because we really want people to get them because they're fucking cool. Um, but if you want to give us to follow on like Insta or Facebook, it's just it's just cult of paint. Um, that's just myself and Andy Wardle at the moment um, bringing in other artists where we can. So we've just had uh, Mark Maskland's phenomenal uh, painter from Europe. He's been running a class. Uh, we, we've brought him over to run a class this weekend. That's just happened. Uh, so next year we're going to be bringing Rich Gray over to the States as well. Um, so you, you guys will know his work this is, is probably the best freehander in the hobby. Um, yeah, if you've ever seen a cool skull on a, on a Titan or a Knight, it's almost certainly rich, um, who's done it. Uh, and yeah, and then we got the, got the, got the model range launching, uh, the cult sci-fi range launching at the end of, end of the month on the 20th. So, uh, yeah, exciting times. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for everything you guys are coming out with. And we will also spam the shit out of all your Kickstarters and all the things you do. So, Cheers, babe. Yes. And if, if you, if you want to come back to the United States, let us know. We can facilitate that. 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be back in Indiana as soon as I can get there. You know that. We still need to go yeah. for that pizza. Um, what was the oh, other yeah, thing? Yeah, I got a list. Uh, we got yeah. the donuts because you had <laughs> yeah. shitty donuts and we have the top donuts. I did have shitty donuts. That was disappointing. Yeah. Yep. Top, top rated donut shop in Indiana is in Martinsville. It's right up the road. There we go. There we go. I don't need any more of that French toast. Uh, one bite was enough. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're glad you had that at least that one bite, right? Oh, I mean, it was it was the greatest thing I've ever eaten for one bite, and then sort of three bites plus. It it was it was just it was chewy regret. It was just every every mouthful was just just this inexorable. Oh God. I can't stop it. Oh no! Oh no! I can't pull the, out. The best oh, part of the whole experience is when you, you were poking at. He's like, "What is this on the inside of it? Oh, that's that's cinnamon cream cheese." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just unreal. Um, but yeah, Jay Jay's Diner or whatever it was called, amazing. Um, Oasis Oasis Diner. That's it. Oasis Diner. Ev- everything you've heard. Ryan say on this show is true about that place. Um, the tenderloin yeah. is off the it's, charts, man. It's just a joyous place to spend time. Yep. Yep. Well, I got more places, man. I, I have a list going when you want to come back where we're going. Get to see some tigers up close. That's the real treat. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to do that. Possibly some wolves. Just depends on how much time you got. Covering sugar and, uh, and I'm, there, it's good. That's 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 yeah. Seems to be tradition. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you. Uh, we'll let you get some sleep, Henry. Get yeah, cool. Sorry, guys. Sorry if I've been a bit of a no, no, no. It's, late it's there. like get it's it. nearly get three it. in the morning now. But uh, yeah, you you boys did a, a phenomenal job. You should be very proud of yourselves. And uh, yeah, I look forward to. Uh, chatting to you boys hopefully in the not too distant future maybe when the brushes actually do come out we can uh, get some out to you and have a chat about them be cool uh, that'd be great yeah fuck yeah that'd be awesome cool all right catch all right boys. Well, enjoy the rest of the show catch you later don't go henry Bye. hang on stick around right for the end no he's gone <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right sign off michael sign, sign us up. off that's gonna be it for this guy's uh uh Really, this is the first episode we've done where we didn't actually have an opening that was a radio-style opening about Horace Heresy. So uh, we are in the market for a new opening for the podcast. Uh, so hopefully Ben Porter hears this call and uh, does what he does. But if not, man, we're taking submissions uh, for a new header, a new opening for the podcast. But uh, if you like this podcast, you can find us on Radio Freest Van on Facebook. Uh, check us out there. Uh, if you are looking for a Horus Heresy group just to chat and do fun things, uh, we do have the RFI Crusader host, which is now open to everybody because we dis we stopped using the Patreon, and this is just going to be a yep. it's just a madhouse in there talking about heresy. Uh, I do have another podcast called Radio Free Sphergrad. If you are interested in dust, and we do have a group on there as well. Uh, that is just like the Crusader host, except it's all about uh, dust and everything like that. Uh, we also have a, a Discord and things like that that we talk in on on, on Thursdays. Um, but anything else you guys want to shout out and talk about? Or Should be it, man. That's going to be it. We'll go ahead and close this one out, and we'll kick you guys to some music. It's going to be powerful canny. Y'all have a good one, guys. Good night, everybody.
Later. Nothing amazing happens here. Everything is ordinary. It's just something I always do. It's ordinary. It's just something I always do. It's ordinary.